All right, and we are live. The last word with Lord Cognito and Ivantis, hot by the campfire. What is going on, sir? <laughs> Man, it has been an insane week since we had Tassie on last week. If you did not catch that episode, go back, listen to last week's episode. Uh, Paul Tassie from Forbes, awesome to have him on here. Great guest. At some point, we'll see if we can get him back on here. But man, yeah. he plays about as much as we do. He's 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 in it, so he knows the stuff. It was an awesome chat, though. I had a great yeah, time. That was a fantastic episode, man. Tassie was on fire. It was great, man. It was it was an honor to have him. You know, saying by the campfire, and definitely, like you said, he we got we got to get him back, man. That was so much fun, so much fun. Got the chat in here. Everybody's lively. It's a lot, lot to talk about, man. Destiny, what's going on? What isn't going on? <laughs> <laughs> this has been like information oh, overload. Started on Monday. But in a good way. Oh, man. So crazy. So, so crazy. Since we have spoken last, let me see if I can cover everything that have been said. We oh, got Director's man. Cut Part 3. Three, because it was live. Three. You're right. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah. so that was literally like 12.01 mm -hmm. my time on Friday. Then mm. Gamescom happened. We got the Gamescom trailer. We got the Gamescom mm. interview. We got the seasonal mm. trailer. We've got the Games mm. Radar article. Oh my mm. God! And, and we had the Inside Xbox. They were on Inside Xbox. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, that was the stream. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. had like they were all over, man. Oh, oh yeah, they were busy. Mm -hmm. So let's see if we can do this in chronological order as we do in most weeks. Uh, if you guys mm -hmm. are catching this on YouTube, on Twitch, um, on audio, we are on each of those platforms just at different times. We typically record Friday morning on Twitch uh, at about mm -hmm. 9 a.m. Central Standard Recording Time. But follow myself, Lord Cognito, uh, the Last Word Podcast, all of us on Twitter in case times change. We're mm -hmm. also going to be on video on yes. my, both of our YouTube channels, on Iron Lord's Podcast, any Bontis YouTube channel. But if you mm -hmm. don't like the video or you'd prefer to take us on the go, we are mm -hmm. on your audio platform of choice, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, and most of the others. So Rockwell. we are, we're bopping, <laughs> but we are, uh, <laughs> we're lots of places. So if you're looking for us, you can find us. Uh, but mm -hmm. we got a lot of topics to discover, but the first one is going to be Director's Cut Part 3. Now this mm. is one where I want you in it, because this, is, this mm. was your baby you were waiting on. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I got to bring I have to literally bring it back up. Um, yeah, a I lot mean, of emotions. I mean, I'll let you read and then you or you want me to just hit it. You want me no, to I was going to say, I'll just kind of hit the top points and I'll yeah, hit the topics I'll and then I'll go, you yeah, in. I got a lot to say. You, you know about this. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's see. First, I mean, he just kept wanting to clarify about the general mods and the artifacts. And we'll go into all that in a little while. Mm -hmm. um, the big thing they wanted to clarify is we've got damage numbers. Um, they are going to be changing up the damage numbers at some point. They don't want to show 999,999 on screen. Mm -hmm. So they're just going to shrink the numbers. You're still going to see the health bar move the same. They're just changing the numbers. And all that is is just like a, a number squish. They're just bringing them down so we're a bit more yeah. in line. Visual so, cue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so if you do your damage testing, it may look like 20 instead of 40. You're still going to move the health bar the same number. PvP is probably mm -hmm. still going to be the same, but that's more of a PvE thing. Mm-hmm. The big one that we kind of get to talking about is buffs, debuffs, and stacking rules. Yes. So when it comes to PvE especially, not really a PvP mm -hmm. thing, mm -hmm. damage stacking is huge. Right. So right now we've got people using tractor cannons from afar, standing in Well of Radiance, standing with a Rally Barricade or Luna Faction boots, mm -hmm. and getting extra damage by getting like a Warlock Melee to share it with your buddies and... So many ways to stack buffs and debuffs on people 
that they are melting like the final raid boss in one phase. Things like Mountaintop <laughs> are crazy. So yeah. they're trying. This is the nice way of Bungie saying, um, so we made it really casual. And then they're swinging the pendulum. They're like, all right, you guys are gods now. Okay, we got to reel you back in a little bit and see if we can kind of settle this pendulum somewhere in the middle. Right. And um, they basically just say one ability buff is going to be active on a character at a time. Mm -hmm. So that is going to be potentially one buff, whether it's Word of Dawn, Weapons of Light, uh, mm -hmm. Well of Radiance, um, anything for you specifically to output damage, you get one of them. Then right. on an enemy, you also get one, whether it's Tether, whether it's Melting Point, whether mm -hmm. it's one of the new ones from the Artifact, which is kind of an interesting build. Um, right. You get one on an enemy and one on you. And right. then on top of those two, weapons still function the same. Rampage still works the same. Kill Clip mm -hmm. still works Kill the Clip. same. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you've got a lot of options, but you can't have like six. You're going to be limited to just one on each. So right. they're right. trying to make... And this goes back to just the previous topic. We had... Mm -hmm. I mean, they built Reckoning because we were just a little too beyond godly. So they're like, yep. okay, let me try and smash you from all sides since you can stand in your infinite well of well of right. life-giving life damage greatness. Life-giving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, right. So um, what do you see coming out of this? I mean, we've got, you know, like the Lumina buff or Empowering Rift, and then you've also got like, you know, Tractor Cannon or... Tractor Cannon. And then we we do know Weapons of Light is coming, right? Yep. So, so yeah, you, you know, we've got all that one. stuff. Yeah. One. I mean... To me, when I read this, the first thing that came to my mind was fair. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, as as Destiny has evolved with in-game content, Raid specifically, you know, it, we have seen more and more, you know, once we've gotten to that light threshold, right, we are literally melting bosses. Like, it is, we're seeing more solo stuff more than ever. And again, I'm not trying to discount the skill level of oh, a lot of these guys. Yeah. Because this still takes a lot of skill to do this stuff, you know. But you see him more two man stuff. I mean, think about D one. D one, you can count on like on your hand how many times that kind of thing would happen, and it would really be remarkable. You'd be like, "Oh my god, this guy solo." You know what I'm saying? Such and mm -hmm. such. And um, with D two, it's been it's been more and more. <laughs> it's been crazy, yeah. Yeah, so... it's been more and more. So I think it's fair. I think you know, look, if I'm doing a tractor cannon. You know, and guys are doing melting point at the same time. You know, I think it's fair that whatever is the most recent debuff or, you know, is going to be the one that's applied. Yeah. So I think it's I'm, probably I'm the most powerful. The most like, powerful, yeah. Yeah. Like if Well of Radiance yeah. is 25% damage bonus, I don't even know the number. And then Weapons right. of Light is 35%, you'll keep right. full 35%. Right. The only question I have with this is they just need to be very clear on the UI what is being applicable because yep. we are so used to getting all our rocks off and just, ah, you know, oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, and then everything no, is like... multiplying and all the counters are going. So they need to give a visual cue that if I do tractor canning and this guy, or I got well or whatever, whatever is the powerful buff is in that corner. It's illuminated and people are clear. That is what's taking the most damage. Other than that, this is fair. I mean, you said it best, E. Standing in well, Luna Faction, Rally Barricade. You know, we're literally, you know, Whisper when Whisper was Whisper. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're literally just chilling on the other side of the map, unloading on bosses. <laughs> like, you know, we got we got to get a little bit of the challenge back. So I think, I don't think it's artificial. I think, I think it's fair. And I think Luke, Luke explained it well. So that's what I yeah. got on it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah. 
We've got just trying to bring things back into check. So if they make an encounter with mechanics, mm -hmm. we can actually enjoy it, mm -hmm. I guess. And mm -hmm. they, they want it to play as intended, not sitting well, dump damage into a boss. They want you to be like moving around or have to use the orbs or do this thing. It's not just like they want mm -hmm. you to go through some of it. They build these encounters with a purpose. And while, mm -hmm. you know, not every encounter is perfectly built, they mm -hmm. are built with mechanics in mind. The idea of going mm -hmm. through this a couple times, trying to put, you know, your ammo reserves to question things like just really kind of stretching you thin a little bit. And right. you, we've got, you know, we've got a bit out of hand. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Next, we get to supers everywhere. <laughs> now, this is a big one for yeah. quite a few things. Mm -hmm. um, this is probably more of a PvP thing, but also PvE. Um, it's PvE too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, players just need to be slightly more specific with their timing is what they're going for. But mm -hmm. PvP, you've got somebody running around with Spectral Blades, Dawn Blade, with uh, Striker Titan... All three, one for every class, are able to run around. I've been killed by the same super twice by every class. Yeah. And that's just those roaming supers are bonkers. So yeah. they need to reel those in. I don't mm. I mean, part of that sometimes is I feel like, oh, I just got killed. Why the hell did I just spot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to <laughs> like, spawn right, right, in the yeah. same spot again. Yep. So that's right. always a bit rough. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, definitely. So yeah, that's I mean, been... Yeah. Yeah, that's been just like, I don't know, frustration for me sometimes in PvP when it's just, yeah. I feel a super, I'm like, oh, I'm like, and then here he comes, I'm like, you're not done? Yeah, it's <laughs> what about you? I mean, you're, you've been playing some Crucible too. Yeah, I mean, what do you, what do you it, got? It's, yeah, it's, that's that's common. I mean, it is so common. The Roman supers, you come at, hit, get lit up in the spawn, a bad spawn, and there goes that same super again. You know what I'm saying? So I've definitely experienced it. I think the super mods obviously contribute. I think, you know, a lot of the masterwork weapons, you know what I'm saying? As far as the, on the P, I got to flip it now on the PVE side, you know, it's, it's, you got flows, man. I mean, I can, you know, Huckleberry or, you know, uh, Breakneck and you running through trash mobs, getting orbs here and there, you know, I'm, I'm running, um, you know, Chaos Reach. And as soon as I get 75%, I'm topping off, boom, super again, super again. And again, don't get me wrong. It is fun. I'm not going to yeah. act like it's not fun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like for a little bit of balance, again, these are nerfs that I understand. But definitely back to PvP, you know, um, Roman supers last a little too long and they're just too too strong. Like that's, that's my thing. Like, again, Luke said it best. The, your reaction should never be, oh, my God, run from right. every single super. Every single super. Just like, like, get me out of here. Yeah, exactly. I can remember one time in D1, and that was when Sunbreaker Titan debuted. Yep. And you heard yeah. that clang. And you're like, oh, God, get out of here. Out. That was like oh, yeah. the fire alarm. Get yeah. out of town. He's coming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, now every super is that. Like, every super is get out of town. It's it's crazy. So, um, yeah, man, at the end of the day, they got to do something about it. We have to make it a little bit where, you know, skill is involved with handling them when it comes to health and stuff like that so that you have a shot in that. You have to use super with skill yeah. that you just can't just, okay, I got my super. Everybody stand back. I'm here now, you know, kind of thing. Like I, I, I love his mindset with the way he described how he wants to handle it. What did, what did you feel about it? I mean, all in all, it seems good. They also state, mm -hmm. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing you state is when you mm -hmm. hear 
supers and especially if you look down like nova bomb you're like oh somebody got smoked and it's just like it's a one time and that was right. the way a striker titan used to be is like the one mm -hmm. bam and you were out and you so you had to be strategic and tactical with it but you right. also had to make sure you could get close enough to use it so there was a strategy right. of like getting to them now you can just run up to them mm -hmm. still be in your super i'm not gonna die mode and then mm -hmm. get your jump off and then go running off to chase somebody else <laughs> So they wanted to make, they need to bring, like, roaming supers like that need to be pretty weak. You need yeah. to use them strategically. You need to, you can't just, like, whoosh, 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 and, like, mm -hmm. knife swipe across the map just to get to somebody. <laughs> oh, bro, getting away from like, the spectrals, bro. Good luck. <laughs> good luck with that, man. I tried jumping, hopping, blinking. It don't matter. They gonna get you. Mm -mm. Like said, Freddy's like, Perrigan Greaves, run towards the supers. Come on. <laughs> I'm going to put my knee right into your face. What's <laughs> <laughs> it? Supers with skill. But there goes all my kills. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I just got to be strategic. What? Just a little strategic. Yeah. That's all. Just, I you mean, know. It's, they've, they're out there. I will say yeah. on a counter to this and something I wish yeah. they would just leave in there. I wish Which Mayhem was always there. You love Mayhem. You love me. You've if you ever it. just want to burn off steam, it is so much fun. <laughs> it is. I wish it was just one of those that could always be an option because mm -hmm. if you're just like, hey, I want to go, you know, do quick play and do control, it's fine. I just want to mm -hmm. blow stuff up and see crazy fire. <laughs> like, it's literally like you get off work, you have a crappy day. I just want to yeah. go nuts right now. I don't want to think that hard. Like, that's, it. that's, I think, a mode that is, it is so much fun. If they mm -hmm. want to reel back in, everybody kind of having a lot of super fun. It'd be a yeah. nice way to balance that having the mode sitting out there. Yeah. So. Mayhem, I realize how much I missed Mayhem in the infancy stages of D2, but where we had the double primary, we had the no rep and rolls. Oh my God. And when we, we got had Mayhem? The, the super, yeah, we had the super slow meta when you had to put exotics on to get recharge rates faster. Remember that? And that week that they kind of debuted it and i was just like yo this is what i'm talking about like let's get crazy let's get loose you know what i'm saying i, I like that I did, I did miss it yeah it's a good mode me personally i miss um supremacy i miss supremacy a lot because um i always felt like it discouraged camping in spots because in order to, for the credit you, you have to go to, get yeah. it you know what i'm saying so i like that and then it was like it also rewarded multi-kills because um you know, you get a group and then you just clean up and get those crests. Plus, I've been Shaq talk about them crests, man. It's always, it gets me excited. Like Shaq's talking that talk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those are the both. But yeah, mayhem, I feel you on that, definitely. Yeah. And then said mm -hmm. Fred said it too, and I think this is one of the things that's going to be tuned, is the chaining of the supers. The orbs yes. actually giving orbs to your part. Like, if you start chaining supers, it... Tidal wave. Yeah, and Tidal then the whole... And then it just, you get just rolled steamroll mm -hmm. the entire time when they start chaining together and there's a strategy to that but there's yeah no, there's not a great way to come back from that either exactly because exactly. if the teammates are running together and they're picking a couple orbs each and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it starts chaining one some one person on your team may get a super but yeah. somebody on the other team's got like two more to counter it so that's yep. the rough part there's nothing more demoralizing than playing comp you're going against a team that's chaining and then you look up at the top of the information bar and you see those supers lit up on the opposing team. And you're like, we still got to deal with three more super or whatever it is. Yeah, it's, it's very demoralizing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that will hopefully be a good change. And I'm okay with it as well. So I think it'll be good. Yes, Next, yes. we've got heavy ammo. The other side of this PVP coin. Mm -hmm. And they actually, they're going old school on it. 
So we've yeah, got Yeah, baby. <laughs> yellow. I want you to break this one in because yeah, you know, this, this, this these are some of your me. stuff. So Yeah, this surprised me, man. Let us know said, what is happening. Yeah, he basically said, you know, that it's become an in-match rally point. You know, once open players nearby would get all the heavy, he said, heavy ammo is a jockey for position, speed before Boxing need. out, man. Get out of here. <laughs> this guy here knows well about this. I'm going to shoulder charge you out of the way, man. Get out of here. <laughs> Heavy's up. Heavy's up. <laughs> That's that mountaintop flow. Heavy's up. <laughs> one minute, 20 seconds to heavy. So, yeah, man. He said, Destiny 1, have, have heavy ammo felt metered. And in Destiny 2, you can defeat a team, but not an arc titan. <laughs> multiple times with a brick for up for a hammerhead so where's his heading so basically he talks about making heavy ammo be communal in 6v6 playlists it also reduces the amount of ammo per brick in pvp for certain 6v6 archetypes it's not exactly the same as d1 when a player cracks open the heavy crate other players have a window of time to interact with it to get their heavy ammo so that's the, that's the initial change and at first i was like i don't know right do you think okay let me ask you this before you think too far mm -hmm. one for, for. one place or one per team like old mm -hmm. d1 because d1 old was d1. like split up everybody get their stuff and then okay come back, back to normal and, and then go back to normal back like to normal yeah this is gonna be interesting i don't know man I, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer until we play it but i definitely feel here's my problem playing you with you mountaintop guys i'm done it just dude i've <laughs> I've gotten to the point. <laughs> I've gotten to the point where it's like I've given up on getting heavy in Crucible. Yeah. I've given up because I'm either in the flow of a match. If I'm not close during the natural flow, then I'm just like, all right, such and such guy. You look at the bottom, who such and such grabs such and such, and you see the icon. All right, that's it for me. You know what I'm saying? I've gone matches where I've not, I've gone multiple matches where I've not gotten heavy. Yeah, I mean, and sometimes I, it doesn't happen. I'm the yeah, same way. But I'm but talking also, about I can go four or five matches without getting heavy because it's just, I mean, again, you have to be cognizant that it's coming. And then even if you are, there's nothing more demoralizing than going in, you seeing that guy with the tent out. I've seen dudes put emotes of them sitting there. <laughs> like, you know the emote when you do the captain of and you said, like, I've seen dudes do that, but I'm like, you ridiculous. I said, you know what? Go ahead, man. You, you wanted it, that yeah. bad. You get it's the same thing. I never again, did man. that. I know you, you you were very, very respectful. No, I wasn't. But, I mean, <laughs> at least you told no. you know what I'm saying? No. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm coming in, taking this. I got I got I'm stuff in I got grenade kills. Yeah, man. So at least now it's like, okay, the people who can actually get a shot and be more communal and get it. I kind of like that. I just gotta see how it plays out. You know, if they're gonna do it sounds like they're going to do just the one see, area as opposed see, to the one. Right? I wonder on how that's – so that's my one worry is if you do yeah. one, mm -hmm. the whole damn team is going to get it. And then the whole team has heavy and the other team does not, and then you're right. all screwed. So, like, that's if they bring saying. it back in a communal fashion with – because that was the thing about having one middle central brick to fight over, one person right. would get it. Yeah, that one person was a little terrifying for a little while, but it wasn't mm -hmm. the whole damn team. If you could be like, all right, right. we're popping heavy. All right, go grab your bricks. And, like, four people on one side get heavy and nobody right. on the other team – that's not even – that's just, right. like, walking into Omaha Beach. You're just, like, screwed. So, yeah, I, mean, I am worried no, about that. So I, I am worried about that. If they bring it, I think they have to do it for both. So I don't know. But wait a minute. Let me ask you this. If I recall, 
Trials had one. Or Trials had two. I'm trying to remember. It's been so long. Trials been away so long. I can't remember. I'm not Chad, the person if y'all remember. I'm not the person to ask on that yeah. one. I can Chad, tell you all that. All the Trials people in the chat. When Trials was Savage D1, when the heavy round came, was it two? It may have been two. There may have been two areas where each team got to you know, come in and oh, then they came in Osiris? Yeah. Because it was round three, right? Yeah, and yeah. both teams would like agree not to pick it up because both teams would emote. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. two. It was two. Okay, okay. Trials had so one long. per match, but both sides got it. But both sides got it. That's my question. Like, did both It has teams to be a level it? playing field. It has right. to. Yeah. Now, let's re reread it, though. Did he say, did Luke say that it will be, he said it will be communal in 6v6, but he didn't specify that whether both nope. teams mm -mm. will have so it. That, that's going to be my question because mm. if one team does that, I mean, you could just have two people go mop the the other team up with heavy. Two people who mm -hmm. have heavy hold down the heavy. Right, and, right. And depending on how I'm frequent it comes back to. I'm going to say it's going to be both teams. Because the only thing he's – because the only this key sentence he says is, it's not exactly the same as D1, though. And the, what he differentiates it is when a player cracks open the heavy crate, other players still have a window of time. Yep. So let's say you're late. You, you, oh, I'm good. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You still got a little countdown to get and still be yep. able to grab it. Yep. I'm going to assume – I would be shocked that it's not both teams yeah. getting it at the same time. And that also made for some like some of the best moments is when the other team was going for it, and you're mm -hmm. like, all right, screw it. I'm not going for the heavy. I got my Nova bomb up. I'm going to go get a five stack. Get them all, baby. Waiting on it. I forgot about them days. You take I mean, those were back. fun moments because like mm -hmm. you could go through and Twilight Cap, go underneath in the tunnel and come back yes. out and just smash them all because they're right in that little building. So. That's when Super Play was huge for that run. I remember, wow, you taking it back. That's a good one. I mean, and that'd be a point where you're waiting for heavy, you got five seconds, and then you hear that hammer and you're like, well, crap. <gasps> yep. So it's like, it's going to be a little more strategic. So mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. hope it's that way. And I think it would it's be more successful be. if they do. That's the it's got to be. There's no way it's just one team. I'll, I'll be shocked. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Right, Next, we uh, PVP. And this is one that they've had. And they say it's like there's been a lot of conversations internally and externally at different points during the year. Uh, support Bungie, um, Around the support, Bungie provides PVP. On one hand, we've continued to tune the game each quarter, added pinnacle weapons, which somehow ended up being pinnacle <laughs> PvE weapons. <laughs> Tried out a ranking system in Crucible, which they say ranking, it's kind not really, but it's kind of there. Yeah, It's not yeah. like ladders and true ranks and you know mm -hmm. tiers and anything. Return the game mm -hmm. to 6v6. On the other hand, we haven't released a new mm -hmm. permanent game mode. Many game modes from Destiny 1 are nowhere to be seen. Um, mm -hmm. There isn't a public-facing PvP team, and the last thing they said, Trials, was on hiatus. Uh, and on top of that, we haven't seen any maps. So we've had... Yes. They've been tweaking it, but mm -hmm. they've been trying to... They've been trying to recapture the Destiny 1 magic is mostly what mm -hmm. I would say we're at. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest things for you... Mm -hmm. There's a very specifically italicized word. Yes. Um, I got that paragraph when, when you're ready. Oh, okay. Cool. Just yeah, let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right. Mm -hmm. But they've, I mean, they've experimented and they're going to go through some playlists and changes and things like that. Uh, but mm -hmm. all in all, PvP has been just one of those things. They are not entirely sure what mm -hmm. they want to do with it, I think. Mm. And this is kind of going to come back to, I think, Destiny mm -hmm. 2 came out. Then we had Curse of Osiris kind of tank. Mm -hmm. Warmind was okay. Forsaken was good. But you lost a lot of people with the release of D2 and yes. then they're like, hey, what's this annual Osiris? I'm out. 
and people yeah. just stopped. I mean, I, yeah. the, pl- the player graph has to be just a cliff. That was at, at its point. lowest point. That was at its lowest point. And I when we started we, this podcast, we, started, we, were, yeah. we were so smart. We were so good. Right time, right place, right time. <laughs> <laughs> we st- Listen, man, it feels so sweet, though, man. It feels so sweet because we started Flashpoint, a.k.a. the last word, um, right at that time, right post-Osiris, I'm going to say, right? I'm going to say post-Osiris, I mean, it was like January. It was January or February. It was right in there. So, yeah, so, yeah. pre, yeah. We it was were middle of Osiris. The lowest level. We were at people were like, What in the hell are you doing at Destiny? But that yeah. game is dead. What yeah. is wrong with you? And we like, yo, we still love dead, thing. huh? Yeah, all right. Yeah, still we still. So that's why I feel sweet to be still doing it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And um to see where it's come. But um, yeah, that that everything you said, those were points of contention. Those were issues. Um, yeah, you know, he still seems like he's you know, tr- they're still trying to figure out. I mean, obviously they have a plan for Shadow Keep. I cannot wait to see that implementation but let me know when you're ready for that next paragraph very good um i know i'm getting there i'm getting there it's a very important word chomping chomping so the biggest things that they're doing is they are obviously we've had sixes come back Mm -hmm. comp is still fours but the biggest Mm -hmm. thing is they're changing up the playlist and this is one of the things i thought they were going to be doing and Mm -hmm. i also think the the pvp team has probably had a hard time with some of this because you have people wanting certain playlists or game modes to come back, and they have the weekly right. rotators, but they cannot do quite a Destiny 1 situation. I don't think they've been able to, because right. I think they worry a lot about their player base being mm-hmm. split up way too much. Right, and, 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 and the queues, let's be honest. like the queue, You have so many different modes in yep. their defense. You are definitely killing that, that base. I agree. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you fragment your player base, people are going to be mad about long wait times. And then some game modes still may not have that many things in it and stuff like that. So they've been trying to wait. And something about New Light, as it's going to be a free game, is really going to help get that influx, hopefully, as they state, a lot of new players coming in. Which is going to give all the playlists a decent size population boost. Which is really going to help them allow to, hey, if you want to pick this mode, you can a little more. And I think this Mm -hmm. is all, it's coming together at a good time. And hopefully with many new players. Yeah, it's like. But I think they also said there's going to be a blueberry like matchmaking curve. You and I no, are not no, going to pair up. Let them play with us. Come, no, blueberry. No, but I Come. think they state they won't. <laughs> I'll show you the way. <laughs> You'll put an ace of spades in the middle of their eyes. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, so we've got some playlist changes, a couple mm. that I'm insanely pumped about. So let's go through mm. these. Biggest thing, they're going back to a common number of three. There's a couple four yeah. playlists that will be wait, wait, in wait, there. Wait, wait, hold, hold, hold on. Where we at? Where we at? Because I, I feel we skipped my paragraph. Hold no. on, hold on. Wait. We, 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 the, the trials that are the trials. We get there. We, we skip. <laughs> right over the, under the um. We'll get on, there. On the part five. Hold, hold, okay, I was okay, letting okay, you end on that. Okay, That's okay, the big okay, crescendo. Right, no, we've got to build. Okay, okay. Right, we've got to have a climax right. to right. this, okay? Yeah, I got to calm down. I got to I got to relax. I got to breathe, breathe. I'm not going to forget it. Don't, don't, don't forget, that's the way I'm dying on that. But let's just talk about the modes. Let's get there. Back on track. <laughs> Focus, Daniel son. <laughs> so they are bringing it back to a common number of threes in mm-hmm. most places they can. Uh, we're going to have mm-hmm. sixes in a lot of places. Uh, mm-hmm. Competitive is going to get some tweaks. Uh, but the playlists are going to look as follows Quick Play mm-hmm. and Competitive are gone off the director. Quick play is going to be called classic mix. Basically, it's going to be uh, 
basically like it is today, Control Clash, but Supremacy's in there too. So you asked for mm-hmm. it. You got yes. it coming. So that, it is yes. nice to have that in the mix because sometimes you're like, hey, I got Control, I got Clash. Oh, Supremacy. You, It does change the way you move. It does change mm-hmm. the way you have to play. Because, I mean, you take one of the um, emissary maps out mm-hmm. there and that tends to be a very ranged map with mm-hmm. scout rifles and snipers and people picking each other off. If you get Supremacy mm-hmm. there... For one, that's probably going to be a slow map, but two, yeah, it's like it'll play differently for sure. Mm. Competitive mm-hmm. is replaced by 3v3 survival. Thank mm. God they got rid of. That they're getting rid boy. of lockdown. They're getting rid of. It's literally just the only good mode that people. It's like okay, survival's fine. It's mm-hmm. like you know, best of lives or whatever. It's the best version of that you can get in there. Yeah. And then mine. This mm-hmm. is my little favorite. Survival solo queue wow. playlist that adds glory. We got a lone wolf, wolf glory playlist. playlist. Like what? Mm. Mm. I don't have. I don't think they've ever done that. They've ever done that. Now let's break this down. Wait. Survival solo queue playlist. Yep. So let me. All right. We. You're just running solo. There's no team play. Yeah. Everybody's. Or you, or no. There. No. It's not sing. It's not like rumble. Not rumble, but it's like it's basically solo your, queue. It's, Nobody's on teams. Solo queue. Yes, I like that. Yeah, I like that. I mean, it I it, like it balances it out, and then it's like it may use voice chat, it may not, but you don't have a, a three stack running against solos. Mm-hmm. It yeah, has to be a thing. Huge. Like that's, that's huge. Hmm. So that was. I, I wonder how it's policed, though. Not to what, cut you. I wonder what do you mean? How, in the sense that let's say we're in a party. No. Yeah. Like we can't. So I guess it's. Is it like is it policed by the minute you're in a fire team? It's gonna say no, you're in a fire team. You cannot queue up this list. Yeah, I'm curious absolutely. how it's policed. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean that's gonna be like you're gonna have to go in by yourself. There's mm. been like certain missions and stuff you have to queue up. You cannot yes. queue up yes. in a fire team, and it's gonna be Correct. can't queue up in a fire team. So yep. same thing. You're right. You're right. That's gonna be fire. That's me. I'm gonna be in there. Man. I'm gonna be in there That'll too. That'll be bro. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've added a six v six control to its own playlist. Controls like. Home base for Destiny PvP. Control, right. getting the points, that's going to be there. Uh, with the new right. influx of players this fall, we want to have a playlist mm-hmm. that signals to new players this is where to start. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like 6v6 control is a good place. And they've right. also added 6v6 rotator and a 4v4 rotator. So you've got like Clash, Supremacy, Mayhem. Those will probably be on the 6v6. Mm-hmm. And then Lockdown and Countdown on the 4s, but those are not going to be for Glory anymore. They're just the play style. And I don't know mm-hmm. a lot of people that love those two. So right. the fact that we're kind of getting those two separate is cool. And if you go between Clash, Supremacy, and Mayhem for 6v6, I'm cool. That's a decent rotation. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so all in all, that's those are good things. And I don't think this is something they could have really done unless mm-hmm. they could count on a big influx of players. And as it right. still says Destiny 2, the free new lights, really the only way they were going to do that. I mean, Shadowkeep looks amazing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, absolutely. But for people who haven't been playing Destiny 2 in a while... I've seen so many people on my social media who are not Destiny fans re-downloading the game or saying, hey, as soon as October 1st comes, I'm in. I'm yeah. there. And I'm saying new light. Yeah, and it's it's definitely going to be a thing. But yeah, these modes, these is, these is crazy, man. These is, these is crazy. And then we're removing underperforming modes and maps. And, underperforming maps. That's yeah, huge. That's you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, I'm curious to see which ones get the axe. That's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah and then, then we've got this is gonna this is the build into yours. I'm getting there. Yeah, because you skipped mine. I'm, I'm, I'm I wasn't I'm gonna say I was gonna there. let you narrate. 
But no, no, no. I'm, this is this has been. There's a plan. There's a method I know what to you're this doing. madness. I know what you're doing. So they said they're also working on four variants of three v three elimination. Now this is going to be in Crucible Labs, so you're okay. not going to get a lot from it per se. But Elimination mm -hmm. is going to make its return in Crucible Labs. However, Elimination is very much unfinished. It's missing mm -hmm. voiceover. There are no unique medals associated with it. Uh, and there's four different variants, and they're trying to figure out what tweaks on it is going to work the best. And I'm honestly very curious how it goes. Mm -hmm. So as 3D3 Elimination is in the works, there's a very specific line, and I'm going to pass the torch back to you because you're going to jump mm -hmm. out of your chair and through your monitor to kill me if I don't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What, is, what does Luke say? Specifically, I'll let you read that line. <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that. Okay, there mm -hmm. were some really so he's talking about a previous mode everybody loved. There were some mm -hmm. really cool parts to the emissary, and we actually got some lore behind her with the drifter, which yeah. was cool. I mean, mm -hmm. that was a very interesting. Like, there's there's some big crazy galaxy scale level stuff going on. Mm -hmm. Some of the gear was pretty potent, sub darkest before, but mm -hmm. the theme felt weaker, and the trials card was less important, and the stakes mm -hmm. felt lower. Trials of the Nine didn't work the way we'd hoped, and Trials oh. of the Nine in italics is on a hiatus indefinitely. Yeah. So that is, a, that is a very important thing because Trials of the Nine, the word Nine is in italics, so that mode is gone. But if they, they are, there is something working. So now it's all yours. He's coming. He's it's coming. I doubt they call it Osiris again. He is coming. I don't think they're going to call it Osiris again. He's coming. <laughs> I don't think they're calling it Osiris again. Trials of Osiris. Listen, he went out of his way to destroy that one sock psycho chick from the uh, emissary. She's out of here now. That's it. You've had you've had your run. We tried your mode. 4v4, we didn't like it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The mask, we didn't like it. So it's just like, here's the thing. This was funny to me. This is fun. Like when I saw this, I was like, all right, let's see where he's going with it. And he's literally saying everything I said. It just didn't work. It yeah. didn't work from a from a match. Damn, the cops are still here. What's going on with the cops there? But anyway, <laughs> oh yeah, they're live, but they really don't like trials of the nine. See? <laughs> see? Yeah. But anyway, trials of Osiris is coming back. He's just the thing is the crucible labs is gonna be the setup because 3v3 elimination is trials. So what they're gonna do is they're gonna tweak either tokens, res time, let us play with that, and then give us the feedback. So I personally think this was cool. You know what I'm saying? I think what they realize is that for in order to bring Trials of Osiris back the way it needs to be, it's two part. It's a lore part, and it's the mode part. The mode part, they've already said to us, hey, we don't like, you know, we don't think that the old Trials would translate well you know what I'm saying, in, you know, 2019, right? Crucible Labs is what they're doing with us with that. That's literally what that is. That's like, Google, go mess with it, see what you like. Now, what I did is I posed this question to um, Fireteam Chat. They had a, actually shout out to uh, Destin Gary. He got a tweet up. I guess they were going to meet with Bungie, and they said, hey, if you guys have any questions, you know, let me know. And one of the questions I said, was that um <laughs> I'll get you a word. I got you. Oh, I see you. Um one see? of the things he said is that you know, you know, what you know, some questions. I said one of the things I asked him was pretty much like, look, if Crucible Labs and the fan base says this is what we want and it's literally a mimic of trials, are you guys as Bungie now gonna come back and say, you know what? 
this is the mold they want. Because that was the rhetoric they tried to spill on us in the beginning, E. They were trying to tell us that that mold's not viable anymore in 2019. And it's it, if it stayed in the same iteration, I call BS on that. I call BS on that. Because at the end of the day, if Crucible Labs and we get our hands on it and everyone's joined 3v3 res tokens and maps designed for it, right? And... As far as the theme, he Luke is literally trashing Trials of the Nine from a thematic standpoint, how it just didn't feel cool. He mentions that he doesn't even like the card, that he didn't have the card system. All these things are Osiris things. There's no doubt he's coming back. It's just they have to do it correctly. And let's be honest, Curse had such a stain on it that he needs a grand return. So I'm, it's no doubt. It's, 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 no, no. We, we can just move on. <laughs> What you what, what you think? Oh, let, let, get, let me get a word, then I'll get you said if it's Osiris, you realize that we have to deal with the fanboy bro van. You're right. Yeah, bro. You know, Vance, I don't he's, like uh he's heavy Kool-Aid drinking now. He's gotta, yeah. he's gotta they, turn they it changed, off. They trashed his narrative. They that that I don't know who was doing narrative at that time, but it was bad. It was even the book, man. Did you remember the book? And this book, y'all know y'all got this one. I got to remember. <laughs> that initial Osiris story, and they he left, you know, the tower, and then Sagira's like, "Laters," and I'm like, "Fam, you cannot be saying laters. <laughs> like it, it just doesn't work. It, like you're not. Come on, you're not the cool ghost. So again, that I think they realize thematically there has to be a lot of change. And also, let's be honest, where's he, where's he been? You gotta explain. We got Vex going on. He's we got in the, the infinite forest doing his thing, Bro. trying to keep the Vex in check. The Vex is running loose right now in Shadowkeep. Bet this. Well, he's not coming <laughs> back for this one. Well, he's not coming back. But I'm just saying, like, they, we've literally been in this area he's supposed to have been in for like three expansions. We had the revelry. We had the haunted thing. We we've been running around and we don't see this man. We so just they like putting pushing random buttons on the random level generator and being like, oh, let's see what this looks like. Revelry, <laughs> put the button in there. Haunted forest, put the button in there. <laughs> exactly. They they got to figure out the right time. But I think I think it's. But you let me let me let me hear the the bad news for me. Let me hear E tear down my dreams and tell me why I'm not getting Osiris back. Let me hear it. I just don't think they they they've ev they have learned they've tried to learn and evolve from what's been done before. And while mm -hmm. Trials of the Nine didn't work, I mm -hmm. think if they bring it back, unless they specifically have an Osiris story to tell, which I'm not entirely sure, mm -hmm. um, I think they would have a way to... Everything could function the exact same way. Mm -hmm. But I just don't know if they're going to call it, if they're going to theme it to Osiris, because he has okay. that stigma. But also mm -hmm. it's something where they've never really truly copied something from D1 and put it in D2. They've had a twist, they've had a change, they've had... and they. They want to make it distinct. So I think if they do bring it back, I just think for them, as they've tried to continue to evolve the world, it would be, it could function the exact same way with the vendor, cards, rewards, everything like that. But it just, I don't see that, that coming back. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, like, I, can't, I can't believe you're doing this to me, man. I can't believe you're doing this to me. You're I'm supposed just... to be all my stuff. <laughs> now, what, let, let me ask you this. You know I'm not letting this. Why is it okay... That Saladin can keep coming back every year with his same old stuff. And yeah, they make tweaks to it, but Saladin, who runs the tournament, can come back fine. But my man, Trials of Osiris with the hot Egyptian gear and coolest lord, most powerful warlock, he can't come back in his existing form. There's no way. 
What's good old salad? Yeah. Maybe no, no problem. You come through. We make a section for you at the top of the tower. <laughs> you come up the steps. We got the velvet rope for you. But my man can't get no love. Please explain this to me. <laughs> I don't have an answer. I'm just saying Bungie continues to evolve. So if they're going to, like, build something new, there may be a completely different reason for it. That's all. They could do Osiris. If they actually bring him back, it would be nice to see him get a little bit of love. Because, yeah. yeah, he got shafted pretty hard. Mm -hmm. um, so it'd be no, nice to see him that way. The chat says Seth said Trials of Cade. Somebody said <laughs> Trials of Raul. Top tier edge transits for every Yo, they on fire right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, you've got a lot of options. Osiris could be cool, but if they don't take it that way, I think the function will probably be similar when they narrow, so it, narrow down how it's going to work. One, one, and I know we we on this for long, but, you know, I was going to And I'll we'll move on. But my question is, if it happens to what you said, they reimagine it as some other person or some other thing, what do you think happens with the Osiris guy? You think they never bring him back at one because it's such a failed thing? Um, Honestly, I mean, what, it's, what you're telling you? it's possible. I mean, it was so, I mean, you, just the word Osiris for people in mm -hmm. destiny two is like, psh, that sucked. Mm -hmm. It was bad. Sorry. Yeah, it was. Bad. Well, expansion was small. Mercury is just this, like, I hate mm -hmm. going there planet. Mm -hmm. All those things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Yo, they're, going in. they're going in. The chat is that, yo, trials of the Everburn. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Yo, microtransaction. You get a microtransaction. You get a microtransaction. <laughs> oh my god. No, but, but what thing. you guys can't yeah. tell right now, by the way. So I have two huskies, mm -hmm. and my wow. wife was my wife is working from home today. And mm -hmm. since I'm in here, I'm separate from Enzo, and he's the youngest, but he's the bigger of the two. Mm -hmm. But if she takes the other one on a walk, yeah. and he's here. Yeah. I don't know howling. if you can hear him. He's just howling right now. <laughs> I can't hear oh, he gets he gets really loud at some points too. It's too funny. That's so funny. that's funny. No, you're good. You're good. Yeah, I got Saladin's wolves over here, and one of them is not happy. Yeah, man. I mean, like I said, all, all I will say is Destiny prior to Osiris, curse of Osiris, the expansion. I would say Dark Below was probably the worst one prior not because it was really that bad but i remember people complain remember like if you remember like dark below got some flack you know what i would say when it launched would, would you agree a short campaign yes he's getting louder <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah i mean short campaign was there right. i don't know how i'm trying to think of how many strikes we got i got like one strike maybe right um, people didn't know what to expect. It was the first one. And we got mm -hmm. something as expansive as Destiny with four planets. And right. and then it just was a very smaller piece. And it was the first time, I mean, first thing we'd seen. So the precedent wasn't right. really set. And we got a right. strike. We may have got a PvP map or two. Right. Um, but but the... overall, I mean, the hardcore, we loved it. You know, Crota's Raid and all that stuff. I get that. But overall, the Dark Below was not a well-received expansion. My point being is... If Eris can come back from Dark Below, Osiris can come back from Curse of Osiris. That's all I'm saying. They got a shot. That's all I'm saying. It may be longer because they want to put some distance, you know what I'm saying, because of things. But right now, they're on a good streak. I don't envision it with Season of the Undying. You know, it may be towards the end, or maybe even D3, you know what I'm saying? But at some point, 
I do believe, I, I swear, I know I'm fanboying, but I do believe Charles Osiris is coming back. They are very specific with the verbiage. They are specifically saying not. I can't see any other person taking over a tournament. And it would make sense lore-wise, especially with what the Vex we know are doing, you know, for the future to protect whatever they're protecting, we will get into. Yeah. So a couple other things for Crucible. I'll try and hit these quickly because we've been on this for a while. Um, yes. They're going to be changing up some matchmaking and things like that. They're going to refactor glory. Um, glory ranks and skill match changes. Factoring in your skill when you get glory gains and losses. So skill is actually going to be a thing. So if you're stomping people, but then you you know, you know, go in and you get worked a little bit, you might gain or mo lose a little bit more or less depending on how it goes. It's kind of an interesting mm -hmm. like factor to it there um mm -hmm. and then also they do talk about just when it comes to matchmaking it's just the whole thing about skill matchmaking if it's overly yeah. restrictive it's fatiguing when every single game feels like a sweat fest and if it's overly loose when in, you can get an entire evening of unlucky matchmaking where you just get dumped on the whole time by terminators mm -hmm. as they say and it's rough because mm -hmm. i mean whether you're kindergartens which are going to be all the blueberries coming in a new light they don't mm -hmm. want to stomp them and i think they even state specifically they're going to get like a a gradual like matchmaking curve to get more and more into the normal mix. Mm -hmm. They're 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 trying to, and this is what they stated, and this is kind of what I expected. They're working on the foundations. They're working on playlists. They're working on some matchmaking stuff. They're testing modes. They're trying to change the way heavy works, and that's one of the things I wondered about. Um, yeah, all of those things are fundamental PvP things, as opposed mm -hmm. to trying to introduce a new mode or anything like that right now. So we're not, it doesn't seem like we're getting new modes. Doesn't seem like we're going to be, and we still have the reveal coming. I think with regard with regards to their calendar. yeah, we still have a PVP reveal. So yeah. that's sometime before the end of August, I think, because then PAX is soon. Um, so all that stuff is coming, but I don't think maybe they're going to reveal. But I think they're just going to maybe reveal the changes they made. So we'll see. Maybe there's going to be a new mode. Maybe they bring back Rift. That's about the only thing I could see them doing at this point is probably bringing back Rift mm -hmm. along with all these changes. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Do you think we ever get um, uh, Spiral Racing League back? I'm worried. <laughs> I don't see it anytime soon. I'll be honest. Yeah, like I'm I worried. don't. I don't see them mention. Yeah. I don't see them tease it really anywhere. I, it's just SRL. Like it's, I thought for sure we'd have it. But I'm actually surprised that. Yeah, I thought it would be kind of a fun event, but maybe it's just more more effort than maybe their numbers say it's worth. And it yeah. could just be a numbers mm -hmm. thing more than anything, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. I had fun doing it, playing on controller. I got pretty fast, but mm -hmm. it was not not the same. <laughs> you know what strike? I miss it. The one, um, the the Cabal strike. And um, what is it? Is it Terminus? No, not Terminus. No, not, it's not Terminus. The Cabal Valistar. strike. Valistar. Uh, is that the one where you, the one where you can melt the the cabal captain that crushes the vex guy and then you, you oh, melt tree him of probabilities quick. tree of probabilities that strike prior to getting down you know how you take this barrel and you go down the um before oh, you get to that the, one? Yeah, yeah yeah that reminds me of srl so much yeah like, it's yeah, a little tease but mm -hmm. yeah that always seemed weird as like uh like mm -hmm. this is an area that we built to mess with you to drive your sparrow for a while, but in a strike, it's just it literally consumes time in a nightfall. It's mm -hmm. always a weird, it's a weird addition to me. So, mm -hmm. um, now this is where we get into. I'm gonna save this last topic. 
He gets into yeah. closing time talking about thank you guys for reading. Uh, the Evolving mm -hmm. World piece, I'm going to save that as we get into other stuff because mm -hmm. the Evolving World ties into other things. Mm -hmm. So that's most of the TWAB, and we've got big PvP changes coming. We are going to have an Evolving World, different topic we'll get to in a second. Mm -hmm. uh, but we've just got changes coming to just the feel of the game, and it's kind of one yeah. thing I asked last week before we were getting this. Uh, it does feel like you may feel a little weaker. The numbers may mm -hmm. feel smaller. You may not feel quite as strong. And I think mm -hmm. they just want to play you, the, make you play mm -hmm. the game a little mm -hmm. more as intended instead of just being able to blast through everything quite as easily. Just, right. yeah, you guys are going nuts in chat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's an Osiris, like, Bife would love this. Bife and Mylan would love all the Osiris slander lore <laughs> stuff that's going on. I'm oh fighting chat. Shout out to El Boogie. Shout out to Mish Award. Yo, they're all siren slander, so I, had to, I, you know, I had to be on my brother Vanson and start, you know, professional. Oh, just gonna go yeah. ahead and have that hood. Yeah, yeah, I swear, yeah, I gotta, next gotta... time you're gonna like, like Cognito's cosplay for Guardian Con next year is oh, gonna facts. be Brother Vance. Brother Vance, straight up, bro. Brother Cog, man. Like, listen, he ain't, Vance ain't doing it right. He's not giving the proper reverence. Just walk around. Got to have that shadow over your head, the big hood, and just walk around with your hands clasped. <laughs> Like this, just so always matter of fact, true story. At Guardian Con, I saw the most Osiris cosplays I've ever seen out of all the rest. He he was the most. I saw two followers and an Osiris got it on camera. Check that out. It's on uh, Iron Two podcast. followers. Yeah, they got oh. some. They, they had the disciple of Osiris oh, disciple, suits on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then someone was literally Osiris. I was with you when we we saw um the Osiris. No, you were talking. You know what? You missed that. We saw the fake Guardian together. Remember the fake Guardian yeah. that got kicked off the tower? That that cosplay? But then there was an Osiris cosplay, but you were talking to Lono at that time. Yeah. He was right next to it over there. You missed it. But I got that on, on, on the ILO podcast channel. So check it out in the last word playlist. If uh, Guardian Con um, impressions, and you see the little walkthrough, he's in there too. So see all the good stuff. Continue. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but that pretty much wraps up the director's cut, except for one thing that ties into more stuff that we've learned about. And then this week on Monday, oh my God. I had a meeting on Monday to go to at like 1.30, and then just Gamescom starts going, bam, 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 bam. I was like, are you serious right now? Mm -hmm. I had 41 mm -hmm. tweets on Monday. Wow. 41? Yeah. Wow. So I'm sorry if I exploded anyone's Twitter or if I lost some followers on account of that. Um, I also <laughs> had probably the most like traffic on my Twitter that I've ever had, too. Mm -hmm. Basically, it was like we had, and I was look at watching the reveal stream. So we had the Xbox stage of the inside xbox bungie was on there they did their mm -hmm. teaser about finishing moves which actually looked pretty cool and we had literal frames about like the artifacts and the moon and like the map and all that stuff so i literally i went back on that footage full screened it recorded it in obs and then it went by frame by frame to try and find okay here's what the maps looks like all right here's the name of the strike here's the difficulties here's the artifact then i went through and i was tweeting all of that stuff You're so beast. i did that and then we got the, like, a cinematic thing for uh, the Gamescom, just, like, cinematic, basically, which is cool. So mm -hmm. we get to see a little bit about that. We had the press kit go out, which happened while I was at my meeting, which has mm -hmm. some crispy pictures and a couple exotics. Yes. Shout out and, to you. Shout out to Nems for putting me on, too. Yeah. And then to wrap it all up, Jeff Keeley, when he did the Gamescom Live... That man always puts on a good show. Always good yeah, times. Salute. Um, salute. We got the season trailer. Yeah. So mm. I'm going to pass it to you first, and I want to see, like, yeah. 
what are give me like two of the biggest things i gotta mm-hmm. mute real quick um yeah two of the biggest things from just that entire insane monday what are yeah. your two big takeaways first and then we'll kind of dive in i'm just kind of curious what you think because that was i was digesting was so, so much of it i was like i want to know what you were thinking it was um you know listen it was just information overload and and but in a good way because it's like one thing y'all like when destiny's on man it is on and this is those times like i always consider it pre-september big expansion when we're talking you know shadow keep we're talking we're talking taken king we're talking before rise we're talking before before um forsaken all those moments in my opinion are some of the most fun because you're anticipating you're getting the information and then they have that release cadence where they just boom 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 every week every day this is coming out that's coming out this is what we're adding that's what we're adding and um it's really cool man so for me first thing i think they, they touched it the finishing moves on the inside xbox stage you know what i'm saying shout out to l boogie yes that that fact that it was proof that phil loves uh bungie because yeah i think I want to actually, I'm glad you said that out because I wanted to state that from the Xbox community standpoint, you know, they've always been the redheaded stepchild since Destiny's inception. You know, we know about the uh, the PlayStation deal with um, Activision and how the exclusive stayed over there. And by the way, I got a fantastic article. Please check it out about this exact topic right now on lordsofgaming.net. Please check it out. Just put it up. But um, yeah, so pretty much for Destiny fans, it was symbolic to see Bungie on Xbox stage. Now, I thought this would happen at E3. I was off about my predictions. I have yep. predicted this for E3. Told you. I was, off. I was off by a couple months. But it did happen. You know, it did happen. They came on the stage, and it, it meant a lot because Bungie was once, you know, underneath the Microsoft banner. You know, now they're coming back as a separate entity, kind of a goodwill. And like El Boogie said, make no mistake, Phil Spencer is the biggest Destiny fan, Mike Ibarra, huge. These these are high level execs. You know what I'm saying? That play Destiny, they love that game. They're testing XCloud on that game. So to have them there was good. Now back to the Shadow Keep. The Shadow Keep stuff for me to take away is finishing moves are very cool. Yeah, I, I I think I'm gonna get into that. I like the risk reward thing. That thing was cool. How they broke down. It takes you know have your super and stuff like that. And and I thought that was cool. And then the the mods that co- that you can coincide with that. Yeah. I'm gonna let you handle the whole <laughs> thing. That that whole artifact. That's you. You know what I'm saying? Because I know you broke it down frame by frame. I'm gonna let you get to that. I'm just talking about my initial initial takeaways was that. Yeah. I go lot. I got mad hype for the season of Undying trailer. Because shout out to my girl Ikora, like she got me hyped, son. Like, <laughs> and I've not been the our biggest Ikora fan back in the day, but you know, no, nah, I've, I've grown ever since Cade's death. I've really started to love Ikora. Like, she's she's on my, you know what I mean. So like, I just like the way she talked about it, like you know about the Inception, the protection of the Black God. She got me into it. Why are they so hell bent on protecting this thing? right now what is going on and i love thematically how separate which me and you predicted right we predicted shadow keep would conclude and that it this vex thing is going to be completely different oh you know from what's going on so um yeah man this this is exciting the fact that they got two trailers was kind of dope to me those those my initial feelings now you mr information overload mr tweet mr artifact you teach me what's going on because there's so much going on 
Oh, there is so much going on. Indeed. So we got um, first trailer was inside Xbox. They're talking mm-hmm. about finishing moves. And first, they basically state everybody's going to get one to start. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to have to go buy anything. You're still going to have the function of a finishing move no matter what you do, which is a good mm-hmm. thing. Because I know they said some people worried about having to buy them or anything like that. Now, mm-hmm. there's one straight up I'm going to have to buy. Okay, which one? It's the Titan heel kick. That's going to get... The, I mean, dude, I'm a kickboxer. The roundhouse finisher oh, has yeah. to happen. There's Back. no way my Titan is going to be kicking heads off. I'm loving Back. this. Oh, that Back. was so... I saw that and I was like, crap, there's... Whatever it is, it's mine. That <laughs> does not matter. I'm buying... That is my finishing move. Doesn't yes. matter. Looked so good. So, yeah. yeah finishing good. move animations look cool. So, it pulls you out into third-person perspective. But the way mm-hmm. you know is the enemy kind of has this, like, kind of pass through it's almost like you're like getting kind of a line pass over of lighting mm-hmm. and it's also yes. got a dot above your head what's up spear gaming first time making mm-hmm. a podcast what's up ben spear yeah what's up baby mm-hmm. yeah um mm-hmm. and a dot above their head to know that they can mm-hmm. be basically finished now the only limitation to your finishing is depending on basically the cost of the finishing move right. what is it going to take to actually cast it and it costs super energy typically Right. So there are different mods that will kind of balance some of that. Some will cost more. Some will help balance mm-hmm. it out and cost it less. Mm-hmm. But what you can see is you've got a finishing move. So you can mm-hmm. basically smash an ogre in the face. You cannot do it to big bosses. Right. They, they but, were clear about that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you should be able to do it to majors and minors if they're low enough. Either yeah. one should yeah. work. Just not, you're not going to smash Kurota. Sorry. He's, yeah, he's, he, that, he's yeah. just going to look at you and be like, that's cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, this finishing move is hot. But then the other piece is the actual functionality of the finishing move, what it's capable of doing. So we got a couple teases. The big one they talked about is um, heavy ammo. So if mm. you finish a enemy and you have that mod equipped, now that mod is a class item mod. It's on the far right column of the artifact, so it's probably going to take a little bit to unlock. But potentially that finishing move can give you heavy ammo for your whole team. Mm-hmm. Now, for the raid, Big deal. for those nightmare hunts, whatever it is you're going to be going through, that's to be able to control to get a heavy ammo drop is huge because we don't have sense. We've been yep. missing those and finding any way, even if it's just, oh, here's a thrall. Well, let me mm-hmm. shoot him a couple times and then smash him in mm-hmm. the face for heavy ammo. If, even if you're doing like random mm-hmm. solo stuff, the control that you can have with that is really, really important. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one, but that's going to cost you half your super bar. Yes. So it's pretty. Mm-hmm. And it's also seven energy. So your class item is not going to have a whole lot else going on. Mm-hmm. So if you do yes. that, you're going to, you're going to go pretty special heavy, you're special into that now. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, that sounds good. What's better. So there's another one. This is the one I figure my brother's going to do. So the mod on the artifact right below that one, or maybe one more, I can't picture it, pull it up right now to look, but I know most of these off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. There's one that says any void grenade damage will weaken an enemy. Mm. Interesting. So depending on your... though? What? How long? How many damage ticks? Like stuff like that? Yeah. yeah well, picture a vortex grenade. Probably ticks them a little bit. You'll probably see a debuff. But picture a... My brother's a titan. So picture a sentinel titan. Whether he goes mm-hmm. sentinel shield or ward of dawn, he either throws the grenade first... And then pops a sentinel shield that you can shoot through. So he has the debuff on the enemy, on the enemy and the buff on you. So he t- he's your entire damage buff in one character. 
Yeah, literally. Which is a pretty powerful, like, build. If you're going to be a support class, that's actually mm-hmm. a really cool thing to do. Absolutely. Same thing could do with, like, Pop Word of Dawn. Everybody ready? It came throwing the grenade and Weapons of Light go. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, those are certain things. Warlocks could be the same way. You could throw your own grenade and then go do a Nova Bomb and it could hit harder. Yeah. So, the I mean, it's going to be the, the level of damage. Damage. Yeah. I'm curious. I mean, I, it, I costs, it costs just yeah. as, it's like six energy. So, you can't, you can't split it with anything else on that one. Right. So, I mean, it's still a pricey one. So I think it's going to be a decent chunk because mm-hmm. Void isn't one of those that's like overly powerful. It's not like Golden Gun. It's not like Blade Barrage. Yeah. It's not going to go big chunk of damage from you, but it is going to mm-hmm. help you be more more beneficial. Right. Now, the weird one is for like a Hunter. You can't do like a Void Wall and then Tether. Mm-hmm. But if you do a Tether and then your Tether runs out and you want more damage mm-hmm. buff, then throw the grenade out and you've still got a damage debuff on the enemy. So it's going to mm-hmm. allow people to really go for um, basically just that. Su- right yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm looking at it right now. Almost playing a support role by sacrificing your super to yep. give heavy ammo or if you're going to go, you know, say finishing move, something like that. That's mm-hmm. huge for the heavy. So that's and, like so you have like one person who could have the like void grenade be that mm-hmm. support like damaged buff debuff. One mm-hmm. person, one or two are your heavy built light ammoers, and then you've mm-hmm. got a couple of people that are more like I'm set up like full DPS mode, going crazy, super, like more powerful, survive my finishers more frequently, stuff like that. Right. Like there's it gives I mean he said it well, it's like it gives possible for a little more diversity in builds. And I mm-hmm. think just that last tier because I went back and watched the Vidoc again from whenever it was in July. Mm-hmm. And they go through and they talk about um, just like the last tier of that artifact being right. like nearly exotic level mods. And they are mm. pretty damn close to that. Wow. That's impressive, man. That's imp- I want to reiterate what this country was. One second. I want to reiterate what Spirit Gaming said because um, I agree. I think that he's saying, I think by giving people that choice, I think they're trying to balance people spamming supers, possibly almost like playing a support role by sacrificing your super to give heavy ammo. I completely agree. I think that they've come up with a cool way to make you lose super. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. And people are gonna people are gonna get intoxicated by the flashiness of these yeah. finishing moves. You know what I'm saying? And then if they grind for these rewards and these mods, these specific mods. That is going to play balance. I can completely see that, and then they kind of knock out two birds with one stone kind of deal. So I I completely agree with Gaming. That's exactly what's going on from a balance perspective. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's been a lot to dive into. I'm trying to see if I can find a picture of what this thing looks like. All right. Mm-hmm. So a um, couple other ones we've got are for mods. We have the heavy mm-hmm. finisher. We know. Um, and then we've got Thundercoil, which is mm-hmm. going to be six energy cost, grants bonus damage for all arc melee abilities, and refund mm. super energy on finisher final. Mm. Mm. So all arc melees are stronger. Your super energy is refunded, mm. but you cannot pair that with the other one. Right. They right. make them literally six or seven, so you're only going to get that yeah. one. That one, yeah. I, I see what they do. There's a couple other that are cool. We've got Arc Battery uh, grants an overshield and reduces cooldown during activation of all Arc class abilities. Okay. So, I mean, whether you cast your super, a grenade, a melee, mm-hmm. one will make it longer. Like, melee and, like, it's just the animation of, like, a punch or a grenade throw. 
So like right. that doesn't seem that long, but I guess if you use a roaming super, which most arc ones typically are, then you'll mm -hmm. get your other abilities back. So it's a way to do that. Yeah. Also, I don't know if we mentioned before, another thing they mentioned on stream is that there's no in there's no invulnerability phase during these finishing moves. Nope. You can be killed. Yeah. So you're... that's another thing people have to pay attention. There is risk reward, and Deeds was very clear on mentioning that during stream. And that may be important for somebody who does that to maybe spec into as much resilience as possible. Hello. So Hello. if you are going to be up in the mix a little closer, more resilience is going to be potentially a big thing. Maybe you go invisible mm -hmm. more frequently and you set up a build mm -hmm. that way. Uh, yeah, so well, got... get, your, get your Constines, baby. Get your Constines, you'll there be you fine. Mm -hmm. So finding a way to figure out what works best, and that's why I, I hope, as cool as some of these sound, that they actually do set up different builds and make it viable. Yeah. I know people are going to find, like, the optimal... I mean, the glides are going to be mm -hmm. like, all right, you're on this, you're on this, we're good. Like, mm -hmm. they'll figure out the best. But right. I do think it's got potential to do some really cool stuff. So that's like I, the that's the fifth tier right. of just the right. artifact. Mm -hmm. so, and I think, my, my, last point, I think no, no. monetization-wise, if they're smart, they keep adding finishing moves, different ones, even every season. I mean, could you imagine foolishness like the Karate Kid <laughs> Oh yeah, no. Like, I mean, but they that's can go crazy with it. Oh, you absolutely will see those. Yeah. Like, there's gonna be like the the one inch punch or something like that. I'm sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that'll definitely be a thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, that's an animator sitting in a corner, like one person making a money able to do that. Same well, as an this artist. This is gonna or... be the new dances. These are the new emotes. Trust me. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, like you're going through and you're like, oh, I want to finish this, that you're going to have some pretty cool, pretty cool videos mm -hmm. of those. But um, from what we've seen, we've got the heavy finisher. There was a special finisher. It looked like um, I saw that, which was for special ammo finisher. So you'll be able to get mm -hmm. some special and that was worth like one. Yeah. So, I mean, that was definitely smaller. Uh, mm -hmm. I saw one on the artifact, which is like the freebies that you get in the beginning. Your finisher mm -hmm. can give you glimmer. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, they have some basic level ones. So your super, mm -hmm. your finisher can still function and finish up the enemy. And Glimmer, 250 power cap, still going to be a thing worth getting in the beginning. But mm -hmm. you've got different options in there as well. Hello. So tier one on the artifact is pretty basic stuff. It's going to be just like that. Most of it is Glimmer or Vex related. And some of them seems like you get more Glimmer from killing Vex. It's pretty basic stuff. Mm -hmm. Now level two, and this is mm -hmm. where I'm going to bring it back full circle. Let's go. To the evolving world. So... Mm -hmm. Level two is when we get into the Nightmare Hunt-specific mods. Mm -hmm. So the Nightmare Hunts have three difficulties. Nightmare Hunts... Okay, pull it back. The new activity <laughs> on the moon is called a Nightmare Hunt. Now, mm -hmm. you've got strikes we've had before. Still going to have mm -hmm. patrols. Still have some activity. I don't even know what it is. But the new big one for the moon are these Nightmare Hunts. One of them is Zydron the Gatelord. Okay. Ooh. And that's from Destiny 1. So the one uh, who just got smashed a whole bunch mm -hmm. for many, many reasons. But yes, he was part of that Vex uh, planet story. Mm -hmm. And he is going to have the Nightmare Hunt is going to have three different difficulties. Mm -hmm. The first two are match made. The third is mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. 860 power, 920 power. Mm. Those are both match made. 950, mm. no matchmaking. Wow. Oh. So okay. you've got... Power level jumps for sure. Mm -hmm. And then you've also got modifiers. Mm -hmm. And then the modifiers, we've got 860 is just air superiority. 
Quick speculation. Mm. What do you think that means? Go. Hot take. Five seconds. Go. This is all your t- air superior. Like, jump around, shoot from top, get your. That's Icarus I mean, that's my on. guess. Yeah, literally that. <laughs> like floating warlocks or Icarus bonds. You'll be yeah, more powerful in the air. Yeah, floof and shoot. <laughs> that's what that should actually be called. Floof and shoot. Yep, like floof that. and shoot, baby. Let's go. <laughs> so then we get into so that's um that's adept. That's the low level. Then you've got hero, which is nine twenty. That's gonna have still the air superiority. Mm-hmm. You've got the. It's like an enraged version of Zydron. I keep forgetting the name off the top of my head because mm-hmm. I can't pull it up. But it's like a modifier mm-hmm. for him. Okay. Oh, okay. Torment of Zydron or something like that. And it's just like, so the boss is just going to be pissed the whole time? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It's like he could. Who knows? He's going to be enraged the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we've got two modifiers that deal with what we're going to be fighting. You've got Champion's Barrier and Champion's Overload. Mm-hmm. Now, those, as you briefly look through, I've seen a picture of a knight that says, like, barrier like champ, barrier champion. Okay. So there's a specific type of enemy you fight to get through a barrier of something. Mm-hmm. And there's also, uh, I don't know if it's the ogre, but there might be the overload one. Mm-hmm. But we've got specific mods that are actually going to make you more powerful against those enemies. So the, there's mm-hmm. literally a mod in the second column of the artifact... Anti barrier hand cannon artifact or hand cannon and then auto rifle and submachine both have this as an option, and these mm. are worth zero by the way, zero cost of energy. Zero, wow. Zero. Oh, wow. So he's Shield piercing rounds designed to bypass combatant defensive, strong against barrier champions. Mm. So they're gonna steer you to use a weapon type. Yes. So the anti-barrier has auto-rifle submachine gun, which is one mod, and then hand cannon for another. And then below that, we've got the overload. And it basically mm-hmm. states uninterrupted fire, so submachine, submachine guns and autos, mm-hmm. can basically disrupt a, mm-hmm. over, a over, overload champion or whatever. Right, and basically right. like stops their ability casting. Wow. It sounds like, because it says it like okay. reduces their energy and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. those are that's going to be done from bows, which has got to work different, because, I mean, you have mm-hmm. the overload, which is uninterrupted fire on the auto rifle, and then you have the bows, which has the same icon. So those are going to be okay. the overload champions. And then there's one more, which okay. has like a square, which I don't know what it is, but that's a hand cannon one. Mm-hmm. So here's the big question. Bringing this yes. full circle. Bring it back. So we've got a seasonal artifact. We know mm. it only works for three months. We've yes. got mods that make these new activities on the moon, nightmare hunts, literally built for that mod. Right. At the end of your season, that artifact goes away. Those mods right. go away. And now we talk right. about the possible of seasonal content going away. And it leads mm-hmm. me to believe the nightmare hunts are also what are going to depart. So the, here's the question. Mm-hmm. Do you, what do you think about potentially seasonal only, you know, only lasting so long content? And mm-hmm. then also, this is like the shadow keep activity and it may mm-hmm. not last. So that's that's the big build. Yeah, I know where you go with this. <laughs> so this is when we get all the way back to an evolving world. This is Luke's mm-hmm. final thing. Mm. Oh, nice setup. I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. <laughs> I see what you're doing. <laughs> see, there's a, there's a method. So here's the paragraph. Boy, this boy hosted the day, boy. Let's go. There's a, there's a, I've, been, I've been so deep into this crap. 
So, during Season 8, a new situation will unfold on the moon. I'm being cagey here because I'm reluctant to spoil anything. Over the course of the season, parts of the game will change before the situation culminates in an event that will ultimately resolve it, and its content will be exhausted. But this resolution sets up the events of Season 9, which adds something new to the game and resolves it, something that will too that two will go away, but not before setting up season 10. So we have an evolving world of stuff of your annual pass and your seasons mm. that is not going to stay in the game. You have activities that will potentially not stay around. Oh, I know where this is going. So what do you think? <laughs> no, I'm here. No, I'm like, oh, this, okay. is, this is it. So like, he's I, he seen... talked about the evolving world. Now we see mm. the artifacts. We see what we may be losing because the artifact specifically works for that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. what, so how do you feel about this first and then how mm -hmm. do you think it's gonna work and come on that that's yeah, it's all yours get it. all right here's the thing man um i've seen the chatter on the interwebs i've seen the, chatter the, the chat i've seen the tiki torches i've seen the you know pitch comments yeah exactly and people are saying yo like what does this mean like i'm gonna be losing content you're gonna get rid of content and this is what i say you know and this is why I got a side. I got I to put my corporate hat on now. <laughs> I got a side with Bungie on this. Here's the deal. Luke said it explicitly. I believe it was Director's Cut 2. At some point, just from a technical standpoint, right? you cannot keep adding, adding, adding to this game and filling up without reaching a threshold, right? We've already stated, right? That powerful engrams, or powerful gear, excuse me, not engrams, but powerful gear, the the, the challenges across the map yeah. are way too much, right? Oh, yeah. So they've already said they're going to be peeling that back, right? Now, in terms of this, this seems like with, with this season specifically, right? With this event that they're trying to say a new situation on the moon and then something's going to resolve it, content will be exhausted, whatever, whatever, right? I need to see that first before. So uh, this is a little caveat. I need to see what that is. I don't know what that is, right? So I cannot say chill out, y'all, or that because I don't know what that is. But let's bring it back to something that we do know, like Gambit Prime and Gambit. They're telling us at some point one is going to go. It's not going to be this season, they said. Not but for a in, year, by the way. Yeah, for a year. They said, yeah, they said that's not going to go for a while. But at the same time, again, stuff cannot stay forever so i personally don't have an issue with this you know what i'm saying now where i will say this is where they may get themselves in trouble there's only one thing i worry about i worry about something like look at what happened with season of opulence right i got the menagerie and we will say for the most part minus the chess not rewarding as much can we agree that the menagerie was a success yeah i'm saying like sure. it was a beloved mode right yep. So let's just say we have something like that, and it's basically the evolution of Escalation Protocol, which was beloved also, but just didn't have matchmaking, right? So I'm just worried that if we do have another mode that is beloved, that that is not part of the axing program. <laughs> that is where they may get themselves in trouble. That's the only thing I'm concerned about. But here's my, I think that ultimately Bungie is smart enough to realize that one, if your engagement in this mode is that high, if people are playing something that high, that they are not going to remove that mode. I think it's going to be one, thematically stuff that just doesn't fit, two, stuff that's not performing. 
So let's look at what's not. I mean, outside of the Pyro's video with farming forges, who's really out here in the forges like that anymore? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, there's going to be content that they're going to look at and they're going to say, look, the engagement is there, ain't there. You know, we're still going to give them the rewards and other sources. Remember, they did say that. They're yeah. not going to take away the rewards. Yeah. So if you wanted your, now, I'm just using the Forge as an example. You know, if you wanted your Blast Furnace, you could get it as a world drop or whatever, whatever, somewhere else. They're going to do things like that. But, you know, look, this is controversial. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This is very controversial. Some people are not going to like this. Me personally, one, they were transparent, which I've always complained. We and you will always go at it, right? And I said, if they tell me, I'm okay. He's telling me. Yeah. Right? I'm good. Now I can brace for it. Old Bungie, you'd wake up and escalation protocol is gone or whatever. They would just do things. And you'd be like, why are they doing this? You know what I'm saying? So I just think it's technical limitations. D2 is a sandbox that is filling up crazy, memory constraints. And let's be real, D3, you know, they got to prep for that as well. So I'm done rambling. Overall, don't have a problem with it. They have to be careful. They have to listen to the community when it's something they love. That's all I got to say. E, the floor is yours. Uh, I mean, so that brings it back to mm -hmm. uh, Spear said, Ben Spear said something well. Mm -hmm. Um the seasons are a la carte. And I think to answer your question is, as it is an evolving world, I don't think you're going to be able to go buy an old season. Because right. you're going to be able, if you buy the season pass, you'll have access to it. But mm. come December or January when we get to season nine, whenever said time comes, because as we're launching a month later, I'm kind of curious how they date this stuff now. Mm -hmm. um, when that world finishes its culmination and evolves. Yeah. That old stuff's going to be gone. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. it will depend. That will be one of those things I think people wonder about is like, hey, do I buy Shadowkeep and, you know, the next season comes out next week? Well, do I buy last season? No, wait a week. So that'll right. be an interesting thing right. to decide. Do you get the annual pass early? Or mm -hmm. if you don't, you buy the other couple a la carte. Mm -hmm. But as that world evolves and you wrap a storyline, you wrap a piece of lore. Mm -hmm. I mean, okay, first speculation side, if these are the nightmare mm -hmm. hunts, we mm -hmm. wake something up on the moon. When you go mm -hmm. through the Vidoc, they're like, it's not going to work the same way. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't achieve victory the same way. They're nightmares. Mm -hmm. They're phantasms. They're not real. Right. So some, whatever force is causing all of this is as a nightmare, theoretically in lore standpoint, mm -hmm. this is a way that you can be like, you're literally fighting something in your head. Right, right. So at some point, we're going to have to get to that source. Right. And that's going to be like the culmination of the season and said source of whatever we're fighting, whatever culminates in the end, stops those nightmares from happening. And those thus, literally won't, thus we won't, they won't be gone. So right. however all that goes, but then when you come into season nine, mm -hmm. Moon won't be haunted anymore. Potentially. <laughs> yeah, it's like Moon's haunted. Right. Maybe not anymore because mm -hmm. that's been resolved and now we're on to what's next. So, I mean, if they yeah. do something like that, they build a lore reason behind it. They give you an mm -hmm. event as we're seeing a world event, which is kind of cool for the mm -hmm. game, you see an event basically go through, mm -hmm. and then it kind of changes the way. And we have the Vex invasion right now. Mm -hmm. What comes mm -hmm. next? So, like, if they if they put enough like lore systems, like gameplay changes, invasion of Vex, like if you have a big influx of changes going into nine, you have a culmination event to finish up the season. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it because if nothing else, I think that will be a cool way for the 
world of Destiny to like actually see a game that evolves, not just like stick another planet on the director and stick another planet on the director. Mm-hmm. So I think those will be cool. Yeah, I just want to hit Spear up. Yeah, Spear, I, I hear your concern, bro, but they definitely address that aspect because he's like, Spear basically is saying, it's like, hey, what if they buy Terra Exotic in season eight, but you don't start playing until season nine, you can't get it. They were explicit. Luke was very explicit. The reward sources, the rewards is not going away. They will be dispensed in other places. Yep. So in your case, if, like I said, I'm, I'm going to use Black Armory as an example. Yeah, the Yotun, you want that gun. Yeah, let's say Yotun, right? Like, finally got it, thank God. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, say the Yotun. So say, for example, that was part of that season. The new season comes out. They get rid of the Forge, and you're like, damn, how am I going to get Yotun? If the way it was explained, that will be in another source. It may be in a world drop. They may put it in another activity, but you will not lose the gear and the reward. You will lose, you know, the activity on a new season. And again, you know, I have no problem. With it. This is the reason why I think part of it is cool. Because narratively, you tell a story. Some of the worst things in D1 that I didn't like was like, the you know, I, yeah, <laughs> The, <laughs> the stranger, the traveler. The stranger, the traveler. And the, you know, like, you want this to be an evolving world. You want to feel like things are changing, things are, are happening. And, you know, when the Red War is over, I don't want to keep seeing Red War stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's over. We're on to something else mm-hmm. now. So that I'm cool with. The only thing that I mm-hmm. am concerned to the chat's defense is, again, if there is a mode an activity that is beloved that people like <clears throat> trials i don't want to hear <laughs> you know what i'm saying that yo we're moving this away if the community really stands behind that's my only thing here now when you th- when you show up your trials guy i'm just gonna be like this is this is the good raid right here <laughs> I like that. He had that on stash for me. I like that. I like that. I'm about to find a see if there's an Atheon one. I can find. Oh, I got those shacks good. up there. I got. Oh, that's I good. Got a few. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah that's good. Yeah. But yeah, I think the big thing is mm-hmm. you worry about, and mm-hmm. I mean, I listen to another mm-hmm. podcast. You've got, you know, say no to rage. Mm-hmm. Him and Tassie were talking earlier in the week, and you have mm-hmm. the issue yeah. of introducing content that people like too much, and you relieve it. Like somebody's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, the reckoning's gone." Everybody's like, "Thank God." Like Thank that God. would. You would be fine with the forges, honestly, overall. I mean, the journey to get to the forges was brutal. I mean, unlocking right. the forges was kind of rough. But the forges right. in and of themselves were not a bad activity. Right. They were repetitive. Right. They weren't that creative. But overall, they were not, like, I think just dragged. It. I think you nailed it. Reckoning is the perfect example. Everybody can be like, see ya. Exactly. But Menagerie, everybody's like, whoa, whoa. Well, and, and, yep, those are the two perfect discrepancies. Yeah. So Reckoning. So- Menagerie. And then here's the question. And I think mm-hmm. it was could have been Lono said it mm-hmm. really well to say, how do you balance the activities you make so they're good enough to be good for a season, but not so good you're worried about them going away? And you have that balance. It's like, or mm-hmm. is it just going to be the point we just have to accept? Even if it's a badass activity like mm-hmm. um, the Menagerie, if mm-hmm. you know we are finally full of full from strength and we are finally fat from strength and we're done, he's like, <laughs> all right, down. sorry, Menagerie, it's shutting down. Like, Kala shuts it down. If there's a yeah. thematic and a story reason yeah, to any of this, it. yeah, I could affect I, it. I'm, I'm I good with no, it. You're making a good point. Yeah. You're making a good point because, like, again, again, narratively, if we get conclusion to the Kala story, and let's just say, I'm just throw, so let's say we you know kill him or whatever, whatever, 
we technically can't be going to the menagerie and no, hearing yeah. his voice talk. At some point when that ship floats way, off into space. By the way, shout out. I've been doing a lot of menagerie lately. Shout whoever the voice actor is for he's hilarious. <laughs> you just like I go into the menagerie to listen to what he has to say every round. Bathing you with this and killing this and talking about the enemy. He's a lot. Shout out to Cali. He, he, I, I just feel like I got a glass of something real opulent in my hand. He's talking extra strong. <laughs> it's just funny, man. He, he's hilarious. Shout out to Cali. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of the idea of these nightmare hunts could be really cool. You're going to have different mm-hmm. modifiers. You've got difficulties. And the other thing, when you get to these, these activities, um, mm-hmm. you're going to have really hard encounters. No matchmaking mm-hmm. on the 950 power. And you're going to mm-hmm. be looking like, why do I go in there? And this right. goes into like the difficulties. They're changing them up. And this is mm-hmm. where I wanted to bring it out. We've got a good amount of chat in here. I wanted to ask you guys as well. Now that mm-hmm. we have an idea about power. So we know yeah. 950, relatively hard cap. The pinnacle cap is 960. And mm-hmm. your artifact, we also learned, can get you an infinite power level. Mm-hmm. Now, it is going to get harder the higher you get. It's probably going to be an exponential curve once you get higher to a point. Mm-hmm. But depending on how your power level goes and how all of right. that stuff works, mm-hmm. where do you think in four days this raid is going to land now? Or, question two, mm-hmm. do you think there's going to be more than one difficulty of the raid this time? Yeah, I think multiple difficulties come back. Um, I don't think we... Did we? I don't think we touched this whole power level we in, briefly in touched infinite power or just yeah so yeah i mean i just kind of skimmed through it but mm-hmm. we're going from 750 yeah. to 950 right 900 is the soft cap where basically anything you pick up will help 900 right. and 950 is how it's done before powerful rewards mm-hmm. things like that mm-hmm. then 950 to 960 is only going to come from pinnacle activities most of us assume raid maybe the dungeon maybe these like her- like legendary nightmare hunts Probably just the top tier few things to get those last 10 levels. So hashtag forever 29. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no doubt. And then separate from that, mm-hmm. account wide yeah. is your artifact. Right. So your artifacts can give you a bonus power level, which will hopefully affect your incoming and outcome, you know, incoming damage, yeah. outcome and damage, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's account wide and it's just experience based, mm-hmm. but there is no cap to it. Ben Womack right. straight up said, it's as high as you spend the time in. It's however yeah, many yeah, hours yeah. are in the day. So, I mean, no, there's no. only so much you can play, so there's a limit mm-hmm. somewhere. But, I mean, whether you mm-hmm. get to 972 or 1,000, mm-hmm. you know, 95 and have a mm-hmm. stupid power jump, it's all going away at the end of the season. Right. So, yeah, I know I was trying to fill all that in, so whatever, whatever no, no, I'm going to get to lo- now. No, I love it. I love it. I think – um I think they may have found the balance, which is um, the hardcore balance. Yep. And what I mean by it is that, you know, shout out to Fran Marabella, because we've had this discussion with him uh, at GCX, and I've had discussions with uh-huh. him offline, offline as well. And the thing about it is that the grind we all know comes down to RNG a lot of times. You need the arms, you need that boot, it's holding you back. You know, me and you can play the set amount of hours, But if you get lucky with the drops you need, you may be more raid ready than me. Now, 
what this system to me, this is how I look at it. When I see the artifact system and I see this separate power level that's independent of that, that you can add additionally by just playing the game, to me, that rewards the hardcore. That rewards the dedicated. And that to me is the ultimate bragging right because that person's putting in the work. He's doing it. He should be afforded that. You know what I'm saying? Also, I love the fact that they're getting back to pinnacle activities, rewarding stuff. Get your behind in the raid. Get your behind in a shattered throne. Learn these things. Stop staying. Like, don't get me wrong. Casual blueberries that we're going to love you in in, in October 1st. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) We're going to love you. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to help you out. And you got new light and you got all this stuff. You're going to be round the level. But there's great content that you guys are not experiencing you know what I'm saying? Because of fear or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Or just maybe you don't have a party or whatever. That's fine. That's understandable. But this separation is going to make you want to get in. And that's how I became. I was the same casual person in D1, right? It was not until that's why Walter Glass beloved me. Is I didn't even was. You're going to be like forever 950, but I want to be 951. Yeah. Like I was like, I didn't know what level 30, how, how do you get there? You know what I'm saying? Like what? And then my boys like, yo, you have to do this thing. And I'm like, what is this? And it changed my life. And I became rating has been so much fun. Not that I'm doing it consistently like I want to, but that's what I, I think it's the pinnacle activity. I'm so glad I came across it. And I think they have to do this and it's smart. Last point. Smart for engagement, because let's be real. If there's a metric out here, I'm going to guess D2 Raid's metric engagement ain't high. I saw Pyro go over to, um, I think he did cross-save. Got on PS4. 3% of people had done Last Wish. And that's your biggest player base. Case in point, I just did cross-save, right? Yep. When I did the Switch... To, I did the switch to P to PC post Forsaken, but I did Last Wish for the first time, completed it on PC. Right? Shout out to Mikey Barra, shout out to the uh, Xbox crew to help me through. Right? I did cross save, came back to Xbox this week just to see, you know, to see the functionality. Oh, yeah. As soon as I logged in, Xbox achievement, you completed Last Wish rate. It now Xbox has this diamond icon for rare achievements that the rest of the population doesn't have. Last Wish came up at that three to five percentile. Whatever that percentage was so low that it came up as a rare achievement that I completed the raid. How crazy is that? Yeah. How, how sad is that? Because we all agree, right? Last Wish, Taken King, Vault of Glass, any one of that three is up there. Like as, as far, oh, This yeah. is the best content people are not experiencing. So I love it, man. Get them in there. Make them do these pinnacle activities. And again, they'll be fine at nine, whatever, right? It's not that they can't play the game. They won't be able to do stuff. They'll be able to do stuff. But if you want that bragging right, do that. And then I think about a guy like you, last point, uh, with the artifact. E, you put in the work, bro. You put in the work. Like, you, you're one of my favorites. Everyone, you know what I'm saying? And you should be rewarded for the amount of grind. Like, when I come in, I'm like, oh, man, they got that 980. Damn, all right. Yeah. He put in the work, though. He did He did them solo vids. He did that shot. He was doing them dungeons. Yo, you know, I respect it. Like, res- that, that's what the hardcore needs. Got to reward them with that. And, I, and, 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 it's, and it's balanced because at the end of the season, okay, clean slate. You ain't going to hold over. We ain't going to give you seniority now. Yeah, the gonna- most you're going to have is 960 versus 950. Exactly. And that everybody can at, you, yeah. okay, so everybody can get to, but it's not so big of a disparity. Yeah. Like 960, 950, 
you'll have mm -hmm. a smidge of an advantage. And this is the wonder. The gear advantage will be there, 950 mm -hmm. to 960. Mm -hmm. You'll still see that in Iron Banner. You'll still see that in Gambit Invasions, but it's only 10 right. points. It's not huge. Right. But if somebody has like 75 plus power level, mm -hmm. and then we're talking about Iron Banner, Gambit mm -hmm. Invasions, my mm -hmm. assumption is the artifact will not affect your damage in those places. I have Probably to Probably not. You you think it would be probably PVE yeah. only? Yeah, I would think so. Would otherwise, think so. it's like Iron Banner is going to be woof. It'd be a mess. Yeah, there'd be yeah. no way to control it. These guys running around like you know, hundred power <laughs> levels above. Exactly. So you, there was only one question you didn't answer. What's up? What's the one I missed? Uh, okay, so if we go, so power level of the raid. I know we said difficulty, normal and hard. So mm -hmm. if you do two difficulties, where do you place them? I'm terrible at this stuff. Um, 750 to 950. Somewhere <laughs> there. Stop and behave. Um, damn, this, oh, you figure, what is it, Saturday? Uh, content launch on a Tuesday. Ray goes live on a Saturday. We Four, start at 7... 96 hours. Right. We start at 750. Mm, I'm terrible at this stuff. First encounter, 8. 50? I don't know, man. For normal I, or for hard? Because you got four days. You might be able to do a normal at, mm -hmm. say, 850, which could work. But then, mm -hmm. say, hard might be, like, 925. Yeah. Something like that. A decent that. jump between that. them. And then probably the final encounter of hard is probably about 950. Yeah. yeah Maybe 960, so. depending. Right. right. Um, so, all I know I is, like, they, there's yeah. a lot of levels to cover in a short time. Yeah. So if they don't do two difficulties, I really feel like they're it's not going to find a good balance either early or late. Mm -hmm. It's going to be too high too early, or too easy too late. One of the two. And so I, like, I, yeah, I think you're right, and I think that um, they know this. They they got the data. One thing I bunch they see what's happening to these these raids. Again, world first comes. It's a challenge up until that point. Then once people break through. That's it. They're melting. So you, I think all of this stuff is strategic. The the whole thing with um loop with the supers and the debuffs and all that. That that this is all setting up. And then they're letting us know pinnacle content is going to get you out. This is all setting up for you to be in pinnacle content. For pinnacle content to be harder, I think we probably do get a different difficulty mode. I think this is what's going to probably solve those issues to raids and stuff being that high level content. You know that it needs to be. I think that's the direction we're going. Well, we've also got the Delta. It's 100 levels now above that you can actually still now do damage. You might get worked, but you mm -hmm. can actually do damage 100 levels above you in an activity. Right. So that's different than 50. If it was 51, they were just the skull and you couldn't touch them. Right. So now if it's you can do it up to 100. So there's a lot of things that right. lead into these. When they talk about these difficulties, they mention this is going into the new Nightfall system. Right. Not sure how that's going to work. Is this going to be mm -hmm. like Le Adept and Hero and Legend and they're just set modifiers for the week and you just have to deal with what's there? Mm. Or is it going to be the Nightfall Challenge card and you can change some things up but some are set? Mm. Like I don't, there's a lot of, there's, they're, they're giving us a lot more option for challenge and definitely right. ways to um, face harder content if we choose yeah. to. Yeah, those extra difficulties. You know, they're talking about those extra level level bumps for like stuff like Nightfall to add more significant challenge. They, I heard about, I think I saw about two or three, you know, more uh, joints. So they're doing things to ramp stuff up. 
and you know as long as the rewards are equate <laughs> you know and are worth it i have no problem with it i i'm all for this stuff i think this is they're on the right path i think they're figuring it out finally that balance that they need for pinnacle content as well as light level you know there's still some questions but for the most part from what i'm hearing so far sounds good so yeah we've got a lot oh my god <laughs> i'm trying to even think through everything we got this week so we mm -hmm. got this season, uh, the Gamescom trailer, which kind of went through mm -hmm. a little brief preview of just like Shadowkeep, what's going on on the moon, we're dealing with Eris and that. And then we got the season of Undying trailer. This was your favorite. Full cinematic only, but there is a reason that the Vex very specifically have gone to the Black Garden or the mm -hmm. Garden of Salvation or whatever, mm -hmm. or that's the name of the raid, I should say. And then when you go, I love how Bungie's so like cheeky with like calling, um, <laughs> describing things. The Garden of Salvation: a signal emerges from the dark and reaches beyond dimensions into the uncharted oh. wilds of the Black Garden, where it leads inside the garden remains a mystery, one that whip whispers with temptation, yearning to be solved. Just that <laughs> little bit of like flavor text for the raid, and yep. it's like, it's uh, they good at that. They're experts at this thing. Yeah, very well-written piece there. Mm -hmm. um, so we do also get to see a couple new exotics. Mm -hmm. We have confirmed now, just in case there was a question, we've got the hand cannon with a scope. Going to be Yushin's special ammo, so it's like a mini yes, sniper. Sir. You've mm -hmm. got the heaviest of heavy bike chain bows. <laughs> <laughs> um, that thing is a monster, by the way. Yeah. Beast. And, and then we've got, there's a machine gun that I've seen running around. Monte yeah. Carlo's coming back. Monty. And then did you see the season of Undying Armor? Have you seen that picture on the page? Ooh, that joint. <laughs> mean. That Those looks are... like raid gear is so lit. Like, See, I don't think they're going to show you raid gear, though. No, it's not. I, shout out to Cat because he did a good video on it as well. Yeah. And I know you talked about it. Um, that Man, that that stuff looks mean. Dude, that Titan with those two like gold. The thick, oh, so bro. cool. Yeah, my Fire. Titan's looking good. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can put mm -hmm. your space shaman away. You can get this stuff. For my little man. You know what's funny? It's growing on me. <laughs> I you were talking about that. So it's, we were talking offline. I was like, and he's like, people using my 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 shaman picture. I'm like, what are you talking about? You hate that thing. He's like, but but I feel like it's mine now. I'm like, wait, it's, what I've the? owned it now. Like I've 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 I've, I've, I've assimilated my shaman. Now you're my, now you are an astro shaman. There you go. <laughs> the hoodless cloak. <laughs> yeah, the hoodless cloak's cool too because you've got um, the hunter in the middle. Doesn't look like he's got a big hood. It's just like the three mm -hmm. eyes and the gold. Man, that stuff. You look like we all look like goblins walking around. It looks freaking yep. awesome. So yeah, that's fire. That's one of some of the best gear I've ever seen. That gear, woo. I love yeah. Vex team stuff. Now we're that, looking that's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So defend our moon from the Vex invasion that and face the Undying Mind. Now, mm -hmm. we know the name, the Undying Mind. That was a boss. That was, that a, was boss. a boss. Yep. That was a boss. In the season of Undying, you'll experience a new activity, discover new exotic weapons, one of which is Monte Carlo, collect mm -hmm. exclusive universal ornaments, and grow more powerful. So here's the thing. When you look at the couple frames we get of inventories you see shadow keep yeah. weapons like all the ones that look like they're wrapped in the kind of the beads and feathers and stuff like that mm -hmm. those have the shadow keep ornament or the shadow keep mm -hmm. icon monte carlo has the little vex icon it's different mm -hmm. 
So what does interesting? So does Vex mean it came from a season, but potentially mm -hmm. exotics don't go away, so that'll continue? But then the seasonal weapons, like the moon ones that use the mm -hmm. seasonal artifact mods, right, won't have their function come season nine. Right, right. So you've got you've got, now they're finding a way to actually take weapons and say whether you like this or not. It may be okay in PvP, but you're not going to bring this into PvE because you're going to get new weapons that are going to mm -hmm. go with other mods. So they're like, mm -hmm. they're finding these gradual ways. They're like being generous and like, yeah, you can use your armor. You'll eventually get to armor 2.0. Yeah, you could mm -hmm. use this weapon in PvP for a while if you like it. But in PvE, you're probably going to want the new season. They're going to make these like, I don't want to say force shifts, but they're yeah. going to start pushing us forward to like start leaving things behind, which is something I'm yes. happy about. I don't mm. want us to hold on to Gallahorn for 12 years. It gets so... Mm. It's boring. It's just boring. It just It's not fun. Mm -hmm. So I think this mm -hmm. is the subtle pieces of, like, I've been trying to figure out in my head. I was like, well, yeah, so they have very specific mod slots. Those aren't going to do anything. But you can right. take these mods, use them during the season. Guess what? You're going to need new armor, too. Right. So all those things are going to be... Yeah. They're finding mm. ways to make you be like, eh. Yep. Do you really want and to then, infuse your Season 8 armor into Season 9? Maybe, but it's probably gonna, mm -hmm. not going to use the new artifacts. So right. then you're going right. to be getting new armor in the next season as well. So you've got this like kind of in mm -hmm. and out like now working mm -hmm. when you get to new seasons. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I. It's interesting. I mean, I, I think this is a way that they're trying to solve a lot of their uh, long-term issues, you know what I'm saying, with the game. And... um. I got to see it. The weapons, I, f I don't know, though. I feel I do agree with you on some levels. You know what I'm saying? That like, okay. I mean, a gun will still work the same way in PvP. That's not going to change. So mm -hmm. if you're like, hey, I got a really good setup, got a good roll. I don't even know if they're ever going to do weapons 2.0, but I doubt it. Maybe. Right. I don't know. But right. if you get a good roll and you like how that weapon feels and it's good in the meta and it's like a good 180 hand cannon, that's not right. going to functionally change. But if you take it into PvE into the the season in the future you won't mm -hmm. be able to use a future mod so you will be kind of at a detriment so it will depend on where right. you use it mm. it's interesting it's interesting with this mod stuff i mean they it's it's almost low-key forced retirement of certain things you oh, know yeah. of certain legendaries you know what i'm saying so i think exotics you know it's not gonna affect it i don't, I don't see that but no. yeah legendary is definitely gonna I, again i gotta i gotta see though it's one of those things I, i'm thematically for it but i just need to see it in action before i make a final judgment on whether this is definitely the way to go you know what i'm saying because i know some people are gonna fall in love with certain things you know what i'm saying and it will there be pushback will there be there, i mean you've seen it before people are like oh i'm wiping out my whole vault and i'm like any expansion in any other rpg just leave mm. your crap behind and get new stuff like you don't sure. we, this is the only place really i've ever seen infusion you know why though? bringing stuff up. You know why? Here's the problem they have. Because they're so damn good with gunplay, you form an... First of all, because it's a FPS, and you, like I said, Bungie is the master of gunplay, you fall in love with these things. Yeah. And you're like, yes, yeah, my baby. You know what I'm saying? With the God roll. Or whatever. Now, you can still use it, right? Yeah. But it's not going to have that functionality with that extra little bonus thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That little bonus, you ain't going to have that no more. So it'll be interesting, you know, to see if people, you know, still begrudgingly or they're just going to be forced to move on. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. kind of, that's a nice way to balance. Like if there's a weapon you love how it feels in PvP, 
that you can continue to use. You won't lose that functionality if they, you know, put mm. all the numbers together and it just like, it fits really well for you. Right. But mm. in turn, like PVE yeah. will kind of be a four shift, but PVP, mm -hmm. you kind of get the variety, you get the choice. And I think that's, that's actually probably going to be okay. Um, mm -hmm. And I just, and I think I enjoy those moments. I've been goofing mm -hmm. around. I've just been going through all my souls to grind and it is done. Mm -hmm. All three characters, they're done. It's finished. It's over. Thank God. Mm -hmm. But as I was yeah. going through like different characters, I was just using whatever crap was on them. I wasn't really switching mm -hmm. things over, going through. I was just using mm -hmm. what was there, just messing around and like random sub, like some blue submachine gun I was using. I was like, <laughs> oh, this actually isn't so bad. It actually hit yep. decently. Got killed. Mm -hmm. on it. All this thing's burning the mini boss right now. Cool. Mm -hmm. There are moments of playing. We get all stuck in a rut. Yes. And I, I think agree. this is a nice way for them to just nudge you to the next rut so like you get right. a little little variety because some of this game too i mean think about something like borderlands or diablo oh i got a new mm. bow oh i got a different crossbow okay now i've got a sword like you get a really cool drop and you want to use something different right we get so stuck on some of these things that mm -hmm. we don't want to experience some of the cool stuff that they made and no, i think it's a work. nice way for them to like steer you into be like i mean this time they've got auto rifles hand cannons and bows yeah, those are your mods that are going to get those. That are mm -hmm. those are the guns that get those mods. So auto rifles. That I hope they get a buff. By the way, um, but they're going to steer you to autos and submachine list. guns. Autos and submachine guns in PVE. They're going to mm -hmm. steer you to those multiple times for those mods. Like mm -hmm. it's going to change. Possibly my plate. My go figure might might sit. Oh, finally, yeah, yeah. It yeah, might yeah. sit on a shelf. No, right. no. Speaking of rats, Jesus. This man is so loyal to that go figure. Whew. Okay, it's I put on my go figure, and then I I was like, oh, let me switch to another character. Oh, this is a Bygones. I hear it's decent. It's trash. It's absolute <laughs> trash. My go figure. Compete. Well, the, the thing about it is, is the way the stats are set up, I have a counterbalance mod on it, and I have mm. 85 uh, recoil mm -hmm. direction. So That'd that recoil direction is just damn almost perfect. Mm -hmm. And it's like 90 range. So, I mean, mm. there's only a blast furnace of basically equivalent setup would take it out of my slot. So, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. It's funny though. It's funny to hear you talk about it. Oh yeah. It's been, it's been a thing, but yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. we had, um, the Vex season. There's a couple screenshots. The, uh, the press kit has the images, so the Vex invasion that goes along <clears throat> with the season of Undying, there's a giant Minotaur on the moon with a tree in his back. Yes. You have, like, goblins walking around with leaves. Like, with the all over their body. Yeah, like, they've been chilling. They've been waiting. Yeah, they're just like, all right, I'm up. I'm up. Where yep. do I go? Where do I go? <laughs> but the cool thing is, I think somebody stayed. I figured if it was Tassie, maybe. I think he said mm -hmm. this is the first time Vex and Hive are going to be together. Yes. Yes. Very true. First time they may actually fight each other. <laughs> yes, very true. Want to see the motivations, man. Want to learn more. Can't wait. This is cool stuff, man. I even like the cinematics. Shout out to the Vex Milk creating these uh these uh these monstrosities. You saw that in the in the trailer. Oh, the oh, radio man. radio Lario. Yeah. Yeah, the radio Lario. Shout out to Vex Milk. Yeah. <laughs> That's great, interesting. But yeah, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be cool, man. I hope we get you know what I need for this? I need my man Asher Mir to talk his talk. Uh, I just impossible. <laughs> impossible. I, yo, I can listen to Asher Beer. It's another one. <laughs> Callus, right now, Callus is about, he might be taking Asher's spot, but top NPCs right now is definitely just for pure laughs. Is definitely Asher Beer and Callus, man. hilarious. 
Oh, I, I literally laugh every time I do a strike with them involved or the menagerie. I literally erupt in laughter while I'm doing it. Well, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who I would have to pick. I'm just waiting for Eris more than anything. Oh, she's, she's just crazy. She just dumb. terrifies me, but yeah, yeah, just a good way. A mm-hmm. uh, couple more things. I know we are at two hours, guys, but there's so mm-hmm. much to talk about. Uh, we're getting tough. close to two hours, but there are a couple things I did mm-hmm. want to hit from the... It's on Games Radar. Uh, I will mm-hmm. put the link right here if you haven't seen it. They got a cool interview. I know podcast mm-hmm. the uh, Fireteam Chat's going to have them on there today, so we'll see if they get any tidbits. Um, but we've got a couple clarifications and a couple other screenshots they reminded me of. One of them, mm-hmm. we have raid-specific mods. Mm. Woo! Let's go. So here's one. Activate. Active only in the Garden of Salvation raid. Mm -hmm. So it is for the season. Uh, Greatly increases. Oh, I have a better. Oh, greatly increases chances of finding heavy ammo uh, if you have the Voltaic Overflow. Voltaic Overflow. What Mm -hmm. in the hell that means? I don't know. But I mean, it's a three energy cost collector. And it's it's a general armor mod. So like. You can get raid mods, and it stacks. So -hmm. you can put four or five of these things on. The more of these mods you get, the more pieces of armor you get, the more benefits of wearing that armor in there. Mm -hmm. So actually finally looking at raid, using that raid set, and having a benefit in the raid. Feels. We just were talking about that with Tassie. I just was complaining, right? And I saw this, I was like, that's my bungee. Listen, there we go. That's what I'm talking about, man. Got to get back to the sets. Got to get back to giving people advantages. Let's get back to also the raid activities with the gear, rewarding the mechanic. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. And it's an extra slot that can be interchangeable. So Mm -hmm. I want, again, my only question now is that raid gear, say if I was using it, my question is, if you use that gear in other raids, is it just going to be specific? Will the will the raid slots be interchangeable per raid gear, or is it locked into the? I'm very curious about that part. I'm probably probably be locked in. Yeah, okay. it's probably for that because it says only in the Garden of Salvation on yeah, the mod, yeah, yeah. and I would assume probably you're going to need yeah. the new new raid set to be using new yeah. raid mods mm-hmm. for whatever's up next. So, mm-hmm. so that's yes. one cool thing. Like raids, gonna have their own set of armor, which. I don't know mm-hmm. what that armor could look better than oh, the then Season the, of yeah, Undying yeah, armor. Yeah. But it's got to. <laughs> if mm-hmm. I'm going to go after it, it better look amazing too. But it's going to have Absolutely. some cool mod slots. So here's a question. I want to ask this to chat and you as well. Brief touch on mm-hmm. it. Let's get it. How many new strikes do we get? Ask you, Bill. You're asking. <laughs> we, get, we get two. Now, if you're on PC and Xbox, we get access to a third. But for PlayStation, for normal Shadow Keep, we mm-hmm. get two new ones. Yeah. One we know of, the Scarlet Keep, which yes. is likely to be a story mission. Because mm-hmm. the way the literally the flavor text is like, go investigation what's going on in the Scarlet Fortress. It's like, mm-hmm. that sounds like a story mission. Right. The other one is on IO, and there's a right. brief frame in one of the videos that says Pyramidian. But what mm-hmm. you're looking at in there is not the Pyramidian. It's like circular platforms. And the Pyramidians mm-hmm. on IO. So mm-hmm. somebody actually joked when I was in Twitch and they said, well, what if we're actually going to the Radiolarian Lake that Asher Mir joked about we'll when about. he's talking about yes, it? Yes, he said that. He said, we're here at the lake. 
uh, we don't see that. <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. Yep, that that could very well be. We gonna get my boy back. Ash is back, baby. It's on. So Cat he will witch. he will likely be talking to you <laughs> in that one, and that one Bring makes sense back. because it's vex. You know, vex for the season makes mm-hmm. sense as well there. So I'll be curious, mm-hmm. but it said Pyramidian, so I'm wondering if it's like version two. Because it said the exact same name, but I can tell you I've run that strike too many times. Mm-hmm. That platform did not exist in there. Yeah. Everything in the Pyramidian is very boxy and square and angular. Very and yeah, everything yeah. in that picture was round. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is weird. Mm-hmm. So we get two strikes. Are you okay with two? Wish it was more, less, okay? Wish it was more, but... You know, look, we're getting too, I'm not going to get too crazy, but everything else they're giving us, you know what I'm saying? They're kind of getting the pass with that, and I'm getting a touch of too crazy. But, you know, hopefully after this, let's get back into this kind of cadence per season. Even if it's one strike a season, I'd be okay. It's more than one, we've had. Come on. It's one it's more than we have. We need strikes. So it, it, it just makes the flavor of it, the variety, so, so much good. So, yeah, I'm with that. Yeah. I mean, one said, too, it's like we see how extensive the nightmare hunts are, like what's involved in those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also we have a Vex activity that's on the map that we don't even know what it is. Yeah. Because you look on the map, you got nightmare hunts, you got strike. The raid looks like it's in the corner. Bottom mm-hmm. left is just some Vex circle. And it's a yeah. weekly challenge. And I have no idea what that is. Yep. Crazy. Like it's a round rectangle. It's a rounded rectangle. Could be your joke. But yes. <laughs> They're like, what are nightmare hunts? Are there dungeons like Shadowkeep or more like Forsaken Baron Hunts? Uh, their new activity, we're not talking about them. So, like, <laughs> we're like not that. telling you. They Shut do up, say something here when it comes to what will activities what activities will support the new Adept Hero and Legend difficulty modes. These difficulty labels you saw are part of the evolution of the Nightfall system. We're adding new difficulty tiers to challenge players. That's one mm-hmm. small taste of what some of these extra levels will be and the activities they'll apply to in Shadowkeep. There's a lot of extra details we're not going into. So that's basically them saying we're going to have new difficulty options right? in a lot of places. Now, here's my only thing. Oh. What makes me want to go run Heroic Menagerie? Menagerie. Menagerie. Whatever you want to say. Yeah, not that wax sword. Right. No, I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's this is literally what I'm getting to. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you go from 950 to 960, that's going to be some of the reason to run. But then right. the other side is like, why... Why do I need to run an, a nightfall at bananas difficulty at legend difficulty with six mm-hmm. modifiers? And is uh, that's the thing? It's like strike exclusives. I need I need some reason to go bash my head against crazy walls. Yeah, and absolutely. that's one thing. The rewards have been somewhat lacking in a lot of places. Oh, absolutely, especially for guys like you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's difficult content. I mean, if you, I go you know, run. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 finish, bro. Like you, you, oh, no, you I was just going to say, if I go run Shattered Throne, I just get Dreaming City gear that I get from anywhere else. I don't get anything. I'd have, there's an exotic quest in there, but there's not a Shattered Throne set of armor. There's not Shattered mm. Throne weapons. Nothing, nothing special comes from there. It's just, it's another Twilight Oath. It's another Reverie right. Dawn Helm. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It, was the, it was the accomplishment to do it, but you didn't get anything. There's not like, Dolan Caro's not dropping a specific exotic, like, Vex Mythic class from there. It's there's no exactly. like there's no like oh I didn't get it let me go again like I, right. there's no there's like no drive to go back there once I've checked that box I'm done right and to me this is a way you they can bring back skeleton keys this is a way you know what I was thinking too how about another very rare item that is extremely cool is the curated role 
How about curated roles being a reward? Make them the best, though. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, if you look at the curated Blast Furnace, I can make a better version by the mod pool. It should be that. the damn good version. It should be the version. In their mind, they thought it was good. <laughs> no, it's not. In their mind. No. Clearly. Clearly. In that day, by, they just made it. They just threw, they just threw it randomly. I'm sorry. I think Feeding Frenzy and Rampage is better than whatever else you're going to give me on my Blast Furnace. No, so. one's, no one's disagreeing. All I'm saying, for whatever reason, they thought go. <laughs> I mean, it's clearly not. I mean, my retold tale isn't bad. Could be a little mm -hmm. better. But, I mean, mm -hmm. there's always, like, there's, like, I guess, I don't know how those roll in the loot pool. If those are, like, a, a more frequent occasional option. I think it was Mtash right. who ran and grinded out, like, Mindbender's Ambition. He got, like, 30 of them. Ran the strike a god knows how many times. Wow. But he had, like, mm -hmm. out of 30, he had, like, mm -hmm. seven or eight curated. Mm -hmm. So almost a third were the same role. So maybe it shouldn't be the god god rule, but who knows? Yeah, but no, I still I, want. I, mean, at least yeah, I still want it to be. be. No, I'm just gonna say some need to be a little better. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I agree. I agree. I think it's just one of those things that we know. Like I said, the the chance, the probabilities are so low for getting that stuff. So how about increase that reward bank? Why increase that probability? You know, reward guys like you. Like, look, look, look for example, the uh, solstice gear, right? Which I'm waiting on you. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, the, the masterwork stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting. I put in my application. I've been waiting. Oh, <laughs> you finally got there. Congratulations. Now help me. <laughs> next, we'll do. We'll do some next week. It's fine. Thank you, sir. So, um, yeah, like look at that. They even one of the requirement is do shattered throne. You know, one to two player. Right. Yep. How about E when you do that solo? You know what I'm saying? That should be pinnacle reward. That is an extreme. You and the esoterics, yeah, psychopath. I'm not on like, his level. <laughs> you are, you're good clothes. Like I'm, I'm a biggie. Be a, my man is, my man's nice. You know what I'm saying? He I'm, gets busy. I'm, I'm okay, but <laughs> he's crazy. He's nice. Good. He don't get, he don't give himself enough credit. But yeah, like yo, give out some core, give out some curated roles, give out a skill, give out something, give out strike specific loot, give out something. Then when my man does this, you gonna be like, yo. Where did you get that? How did you get that? Solo for solo shattered. Since we're talking about Shattered Throne, War Blackjack brought it up earlier. So mm -hmm. there is a piece of lore, and this is why I'm wondering with our power level that's coming. Mm -hmm. If it's now or if it's like next season. Then it says if you defeat Dolankaru alone at 999 power level, you end the curse of the Dreaming City. Mm. That's a piece of lore buried somewhere. That's real? That's real. Interesting. Well, they setting that one up. And let's be real. How long do you think that might have been in the works? And honestly, at some oh, point the curse yeah. has the curse has to end at some point. It has to end. We yeah, have to we can't just fire. leave them in purgatory. <laughs> I agree. That, to me, that's fine. Now the sad thing is will you lose your shattered throat? I see. There's the take. There's the take. Now I want to see hey, where you at. No, I. You I, go, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Finished. Now, now it's getting real. <laughs> I have soloed that thing flawlessly. Mm -hmm, you know, so, so it's out of your system. So if I'm, uh, it says the triumph literally is called seriously never again. I'm okay with that. So you okay? I'm just curious. I mean, it was. It is a really activity. cool experience, and it's one of those I wish they could do like almost like an archive playlist for if they do take stuff out. To mm -hmm. ever bring, because Shadow Throne is really amazing, 
like just to go through the fact that you can oh, see yeah. it all, the fights, the encounters. I mean, it's a really cool place for three people to go through together. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know if we'll, we will ever truly wrap it up. Mm-hmm. But, but are I, you okay with with some guardians never experiencing? I mean, <laughs> he's like, oh, I, I got mine. <laughs> I got mine. <laughs> How many people probably don't even want to? I mean, people don't want to do raids. Yo, Yvonne just got bougie. <laughs> He's like, look, I don't know about you common folk. Uh, you know, hey, I got my... I'm done. Bitch. Pardon me from coming through. <laughs> but I feel you. I feel you. I, I can't even get mad at you. See, it's my, funny, a, again, it comes back to, I guess, it's like, yeah, I've experienced it. And honestly, I wish everybody could experience it because I love that place. Right. But mm-hmm. if they wrap it up and if they if that is the way it's wrapped up, or maybe it's only your game. Maybe if you solo it at nine nine nine, you can't get to it anymore. I don't know, but like, but if there is some, but if they wrap it up with regards to lore and story and progression of the world, then I think that's cool because I think I that shows like just an, an evolution. Because honestly, I feel bad for everybody on the damn Dreaming City. Yeah. Every time you talk to Petra, she's just like, oh. Yeah, she's like. Oh, I'm yeah. like, I feel sorry for her, man. Yeah, perpetual torment, perpetual torment, and, it, and you're right. It narratively is dope, like for that to end. That'd be a good way to That's go. Good. Like you got a you got a one v one Delancaro at nine nine nine. That's like that's crazy. There you go. Now that what would mm-hmm. be really cool is if you went in and it was like just an arena, mm-hmm. like you went in at nine nine nine. It was just you and her, and it you actually was diff- <laughs> it was actually a different area. They like built it separate. <laughs> oh my god shout out to what he said i won't do shadow throw because i'm afraid, I'm afraid of, of the dark and that's the, yeah i go front man the shadow throw stuff that'd be like i used to feel away doing them things man not everybody lo- not everybody loves the ascendant realm not everybody does no no it's fine though i like it the just said the, not everybody does it gives me tension but the the whole like artistically like you feel like you in some nether realm and the the space and it, you feel like the coldness of like space like it is fu- for forsaken man that is the, oh, I literally I, bro that's the that so might we, be the goat I was the like goat. we will see we will see was what am- forsaken was yeah. amazing because we got tangled shore giant surprise of dreaming city. Last Wish Raid lore continuation, Shattered Throne Dungeon, like that. Uh, Aldrin. No, oh, that's what I'm saying. The whole Forsaken Dreaming City, all that. Yeah, the Aldrin, the Cade, kill, and Cade Aldrin died. Wake up. Oh well, yeah, Cade when died. Cade died, like that's a whole lot that goes on. Bro, <sighs> yeah. The goat, the goat expansion. Not even close right now. Like, I don't know what the other expansion is going to do. And but I did say we did say that for Taken King, and then he has it, but. Take for right now, good. yeah, this is up there. Taking was amazing, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, Forsaken is the gold, man. I, I go to the Dreamer City, I'm just like, this is amazing content. Uh, a couple more bits from the Games Radar article. Yes, sir. Asked about um, Gambit and Gambit Prime. Now, I will honestly tell you guys, by the way, I've been playing my fair share of Gambit. Mm-hmm. I've been timing okay, those on. matches. Yeah, talk with you. Let me hear you. What's the, what's the data? Prime the shorter. Data? Okay. I'm just straight up saying that's it. Like, now fine. I will also say, mm-hmm. when you guys are like Gambit or Gambit Prime, if you mm-hmm. are the first one up in regular Gambit, God, mm-hmm. you get invaded a lot. Mm. I think, like, yeah, regular Gambit, you get invaded plenty. Gambit Prime, mm. one round. If you get stomped, at least it's short. 
But even if you go long, I still match a normal Gambit match. So Prime is shorter mm-hmm. for sure. Okay. So at, now you've been playing more of it. You are leaning Prime. As what so, you want okay, to here's... Okay, I have t- just tweaks. So, yeah. one... I don't care how many invasions you've stockpiled if you deposited your crap early. If mm-hmm. your primeval's done, you do not get to, to invade until we get to invade. Or until mm. we're up to primeval phase. Because it's like, oh, we have 18 moats in there, and then you got the primeval. <laughs> and, but they haven't invaded because they just stomped yeah. us at one point. And then we're right. trying to get back, and somewhere at about 50, we're getting ready to deposit. Then mm-hmm. they invade again, and we're like, we can't, you can't catch up at that point. You yeah. do truly get stomped. So, like, right. if you don't invade before your primeval's up, those all get wiped out. That needs mm. to be, I think that would be a way for you to be like, all right, come on, we got to kill stuff, we got to deposit, and you can invade, and you have that. Because if you lose any progress at all at that point, that tug of war is just, it's done. Goes it to the other not. team. It's completely so, I mean, that is one. Invasions happen too much in both modes. Doesn't yes. matter which one, it's yes. just too much in both. Mm-hmm. Um, heavy is still bonkers. Yeah, so disparity. I, I mean, there are moments. Because I honestly did not use a heavy machine gun for this entire grind. Mm. I did not use my hammerhead once. I was mm-hmm. using grenade launchers for damage. I was using sniper rifles and random stuff. Mm-hmm. But I did not use a heavy machine gun once. Mm. And it's really hard to compete against them. Like, yes. they are they are on their own. I mean, and everybody knows it, but it's just like, if you don't run one, you are running at a... Yeah, disadvantage. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was playing Bender last night for the last few matches. And... Yeah, I mean, I went through a couple matches where it was literally a hundred to zero, and then we had another one where it was about five or six to a hundred. I mean, the mm-hmm. flip that I I don't know why, and I think mm-hmm. it's just the number of invasions on the heavy, but the disparity between some matches is so big. So yeah, that's my thing. It just I don't know how like, it flips so hard. It's not consistent. Like that's one of my frustrations because it's like there are times when you're like, damn, I'm not getting any heavy. I'm I can't defend against an invasion. I can't do a tremendous, you know, DPS against the boss, you know, based on what your energy, you know, if let's say you have the energy or, you know, not a strong kinetic, it's just like, it, it's, it, you feel helpless. Yeah. And that's my part with Gambit Prime that can get annoying when you don't have it. And then it's a DPS phase. And then, you know, here they come with the invasion during the, you know, it's just certain little aspects of it. You know, I don't hate it, hate it. I just feel they got to tweak it. If it comes down to prime staying, fine, but you got to tweak it. They, 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 they need some tweaks. Well, here's your exactly. words of Gambit and Gambit Prime, which is news, by the way, because this wasn't actually true until like right now, right, right which now. are both available to New Light. Yes. So both yes. are going to New Light, are not going right. anywhere anytime soon. Right. And basically it states they're not going anywhere until Destiny. Both of these activities will be available through year three. So they're right. both staying around through year three. Yeah, it's so interesting that. though they said that we got this update based on what Luke had said previously because Luke, Luke didn't say a time period, but he kind of he almost he almost felt like it was coming sooner. Yeah, so it looks like they're both hanging around still longer. I think they might just like work on tweaks on both and see if they can kind of see what happens. I think right. for people who bought the annual pass, they can't mm-hmm. dump Reckoning and Prime and the sets and stuff. They don't they don't want to jack that content away because they haven't right. set that precedent yet. Um, I just said at some point, just like with Crucible, we're changing, we were changing the playlist, set up how Gambit and Gambit Prime work. Um, that mm-hmm. stuff didn't happen around Shadowkeep. Won't, don't expect it to happen when Shadowkeep launches, though. So it'll happen later. Right. But it's just one of those things. 
So. Mm -hmm. Yep. But yeah, we've got infinite power cap. We've got mm -hmm. raid specific mods and gear. We've got seasonal things. We've got shadow keep things. We've got mm -hmm. temporary activities. We've got a moon that is bigger. It's twice as big. And I was literally going through the map too, where we've got archer's line. Mm -hmm. um, I'm blanking now because I can't see the map. The names. Yeah, but the yeah, names. you have the two, the main three zones. The middle mm -hmm. zone is completely mm -hmm. overtaken. Um, mm. Hellmouth. Hellmouth is okay. overtaken. Hellmouth. And then you've got some harbor, like Sorrow's Harbor up north, which is maybe where the actual fortress is. Because mm -hmm. I don't know if the big thing in Hellmouth is going to be like the wall and the door, and then you mm -hmm. have to like work your way back to it, or if that's something separate. We've got four lost sectors, which are new to explore. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. You have the Fallen Catch, which lands down by Anchor of Light down there. Where you used to do the Warsap public event is looks like where that thing is parked. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, because you have because you'd get into Anchor of Light and you'd have like the buildings on that side that were kind mm -hmm. of like up the side. You had the big mountain in the middle, and mm -hmm. then you had the dome, and then you had the we've awoken the hive like the set of buildings like near yes. that entrance back there, and then mm -hmm. up in the front in that kind of little front outcropping was the mm -hmm. public event, and that mm -hmm. looks like where the fallen catch is parked. Or crashed or whatever it is. Crashed or whatever, yeah. Yep, I see that. Mm -hmm. So you've got a ship, four yep. lost sectors. You've got the sanctuary, which is down below on right. the bottom of the map. I don't know if that goes down to anything or if that's just that mm -hmm. little strip of land. And then just so, like on Dreaming City and Ray Sylvia, up in the north where you kind of go off the map, it yeah. looks like there's a place to do that as well. So, so are we – quick question. No, are no, you're we good. getting um, – so redacted still is redacted, right? Or yep. is redacted this nightmare stuff? No, redacted still redacted. redacted still, my and we're still getting redacted then on top of this. That's probably the seasonal vex turquoise bubble that I don't know what the hell is. <laughs> yeah, lot, still a lot of content, man. Lots of content. So even if we don't really, and some people are like, "Hey, I hope we get to explore the Black Garden," and I'm like, outside of the raid, I don't see us doing much. There might be a quest to get it open. I don't see us hanging out in there a lot. It would be cool, but I don't see us hanging out in there a lot. Well, but yeah, that's... Yeah. I mean, this mm -hmm. week has been a huge info dump, and we're going to get yeah. a little more as we go, but this has been massive this week. Yeah, this has been massive. This has been like, whew. They're just knocking it out. Mm -hmm. Tons of stuff. This is the best This is the best time when you step away. I said, like, there's nothing better than Destiny, like, right before a major expansion. And it's just... News after news after news. And I, I always like the September release because it, it always feels like a reimagining of the content. A matter of taking looking at this content and then just like, <laughs> I can't with you, Bender. Bender, uh, I can't with you, bro. <laughs> Still, no, good to see you, brother. Man. But, um, yeah, man, it's like, no, this this is a really a reimagined content. And then again, we still haven't gotten into the PvP stuff. We still got stuff we still don't know about. Redact tons, man. Tons. Cannot wait. Cannot wait, man. This is these are good times. It's good to be a Destiny fan right now. Um, so yeah, I think we can honestly wrap it up here for today. Yes, sir. Uh mm -hmm. Thank you guys in chat who have been being been in here all day chatting up, making us laugh, having good commentary, giving us ideas to talk about. You guys have been on mm -hmm. fire, so thank you guys for mm -hmm. catching it. If you did not catch this mm -hmm. live, you're catching it later. Twitch.tv slash Just check our Twitters, all three mm -hmm. of them. You'll see when we go mm -hmm. live. 
Um, but outside of that, Cognito, if you want to wrap it up, let them know what you got going. We will let these people get to their Friday. Yeah, man. Well, before I do that, oh, shout out to Sassy Saucy. She's, Hello, I'm new here. That's what's up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, thanks for stopping by. Came at the end. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, great show. Make sure you guys, please, uh, we have on Twitter, we have the last word um, Twitter account. So man, I'm going to actually drop that in chat. It's at last word pod. So please make sure you follow. Check it out, man. Support what me and Ivantis are doing. So I'm just doing it in the chat as well. And then as well as lordsofgaming.net, when you get a chance, you can catch. We have a last word section there. And you can catch some latest article. And also Lord Cognito's a little bit more in-depth takes there. You know what I'm saying? On certain little subjects or little pieces of the TWAB that I like to focus on and stuff like that. But as far as me per se, you already know, at Lord Cognito on Twitter and on um, Iron Law Podcast is on YouTube. Every Sunday is the Lord's Day. We will have a cool guest. It will be Dan Otaj. You know what I'm saying? The man, the myth. He will be in the building. Twitch's finest. We're going to talk that. We're going to talk a little Destiny because he does all Destiny as well, as well as um, all stuff he's organizing, as well as GCX. He's uh, one of the PR guys for GA. Put it together. A lot of ch- cool charitable efforts for St. Jude. So please, that's Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern. Check me out. The rest of the crazy lords, we will be talking gaming, multi-platform gaming, and all that good stuff. And of course, Friday mornings, you already know where you're supposed to be. At the campfire with your beverage, with me and Ibantis, chilling. You know what I'm saying? Generally 9 a.m. Twitch on Ibantis. And of course, later up on YouTube, if you miss us live, you can catch us on the Iron Lord Podcast YouTube channel as well as Ibantis' channel, YouTube channel as well. That's what I got, sir. E, you're muted. <laughs> e came yep. back. Muted. Nope, you're good. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, for me, just continuing to break down this footage, uh, I think I'm going to probably dig mm-hmm. into the exotics next. If you guys haven't caught a couple mm-hmm. of my videos, I went hardcore onto the artifacts. Kind of what we've got for mods, what they can all do, some builds, possibilities. And then this one I went into the moon and the activities we're going to get. So full walkthrough of the map. Kind of broke that one down by cropping a couple pictures together. So you can see most of what we've got for the map. All the activities we're going to get to. Some modifiers with those. How the artifact ties Mm -hmm. in. There are a couple long videos, but we're getting deep dive into um, Mm -hmm. pretty much everything for the moon. So I'm going to probably go through exotics next. And mm-hmm. so stay tuned to the YouTube channel there. So if you haven't subscribed to that one, please do so. Over 36,000, guys. Thank you for all the crazy Woo! support. That is awesome. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, Twitch and Twitter, you guys know where to find me. I'm streaming. Now, this is – I don't know if this is going to happen this Saturday. But What's my that? brother gave me the idea. At some point, Uh-oh. guys, I've got to clean up my vault. <gasps> so he gave me the idea. Heads, heads up, this might not be uh, G-rated. Uh, <laughs> But potentially to have a two to three lemon drops in possible drunk stream vault clean out ASMR chat voting yes. on it, all yes. of the above. So yes, that, I need this, y'all. That has to happen probably. It's probably like a Saturday night if I don't have any plans on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, because if yeah, it's got to happen. <laughs> ben, do it, do it, get that vault clean. Everybody knows about your vault. Oh, my yes. vault is awful. So at some point that might happen. So. Uh, turn on your Twitch notifications in case you see it. You might catch me drunk vault clean out for the win. 
Yes. Burn it all. Leave it in the past. <laughs> yes. Uh, I've got some support on this one. So, yeah, I'm nice. going to have to get some beverages flowing, apparently. At some oh, point. I got I to I gotta pop through. You know what I'm saying? Listen. I, so, yeah, I'm I'll, I'll tweet. He's a fun I will, drunk. I will tweet. Yeah, I'm a fun <laughs> drunk. So, I will tweet. I don't know if it's this weekend. I got to find a good weekend for it. This weekend might mm-hmm. work, but we'll see. Depends mm-hmm. on how much working out I'm doing. But mm-hmm. that will have to happen. So, no. No award. No, no. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. No. <laughs> We'll start with the go figure. <laughs> Get your chalices ready for E. We'll put that, that go figure to bed. <laughs> but yes, that will be yeah, the plan coming one. up. So thank you guys very much. Um, it's been an awesome episode. Got more guests in the works, of course. Uh, got some cool ones we're working on, so we'll let you guys know when we have finalized dates there. Definitely ones you guys won't want to miss. So you guys have been awesome. We wouldn't be able to do this without you guys, so thank you. And for everything it's me, it's Ibantis. Over there, it's Light Iron Lords Podcast. If you don't know them, go find them. Go watch them. Go listen to them. Keep them in your ear holes. They will keep you entertained and and up to date with all the good things. And for episode 70, August 23rd, it has been The The Last Word. Word.